across the UK, online and on DAB. Get an earful of unusual nocturnal emissions with radio's Lord of Misrule, Ian Lee. No relation, thank God. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Morning, evening, afternoon, whatever, wherever you are in the world, this show is happening. I'm Ian Lee. Who are you? Catherine Boyle. This is the Late Night Alternative, weeknights from 10 on Talk Radio. You know the score. You can call in about absolutely anything. And I kind of emphasise that tonight because there ain't nothing in the papers today. There ain't nothing going on in the world. Um, so get your thinking caps on and do call 03-444-499-1000. Alan Caddick seems to have, um, could be dead, could be in prison, could have got bored of us, could have got bored that we, um, you know, made a rule that he had to, all he had to do was name one thing that happened on the show before. And do you know what? He could have just phoned in and said, you and Kath had a row. Could have said that every night. You had a bit of a whitey and had a wobble. Kath got a bit sarky. Brilliant. That would that would do. But no. So we, we may have lost Alan. If anyone knows where Alan is, um, keep it that way. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Last was it last week we were talking about this this um yeah this game. You know me. I'm a gamer. I'm a gamer. I finally bought the. Uh, what's that noise? Hear that noise? No. Okay. I finally bought the final Christmas present for my boys. Two handheld games consoles with like a, a thousand retro games on it. Okay, I finally got that. I'm a gamer. Okay, this was my life. I'm a Twitch master. And I know I've been ignoring my Twitch crowd. But um, you wait. I'm going to do some Twitching this week. And then in the new year, I am setting up uh, a schedule. And it's going to be intense. It's going to be tight. I bought myself. I do. I bought myself a home. Bought myself a microphone stand that hooks onto the table. So I've got a microphone hanging in front of me. Bought a pop shield. I'm ready to. I'm ready now. We're ready to take this to the next level. Thank you to everyone who's been part of the the pilot scheme. But we're. I'm ready to take my Twitch game. You know what Twitch is? Go to twitch.tv slash Ian Lee, and uh, fill your boots there, guys. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. We did talk about this game last week. We we saw it, and I kind of thought it was a joke. Then we did a little bit of rooting around, and I don't think it is a joke. Uh, it's this um, Guts game. Do you, now, Catherine, let's see. How much do you remember of the Guts game? Right, so each player has to ingest a that, capsule. That right? You have to swallow a capsule mm-hmm. that's got a sensor inside it. And from what I could work out, um, each player has to complete a series of kind of physical challenges to raise their body temperature, lower the body temperature. And the person who wins is the person who excretes the capsule first. This to me sounds like the greatest game of all time, but also a game that um, if, if I were to play it with my boys, we'd have to say, this is daddy's little secret. Um, uh, it turns out it is real, it is genuine, and we've got one of the people, uh, one of the team, Zhu Ying Li, is uh, joining us now from... Well, you're in Australia, Zhu Ying, but that's quite a, quite a big place. Whereabouts in Australia are you? Hello? Hello, Zhu Ying, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Hi, Catherine and Ian. Hey, how are you hey. doing? Whereabouts in hey. Australia are you? I'm in Melbourne. Okay, all right, you're in Melbourne. So, te- so tell us about this guts game and what is your role as part of the team? 
Ayan, uh, I'm the uh, mayor, uh, one of the main research researcher of this uh, game. Okay. And so the Gus game um, is a mobile game. It's a two-player mobile game. So while players first swallow an uh, ingestible sensor, it's called Core Temp. So Core Temp is an edible sensor which can be swallowed. And after swallowing, the sensor can measure the user's body temperature once every 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, and originally, it is developed for people who need to monitor their body temperature, such as firefighters and soldiers oh. and so some patients. Um, and we use it for gameplay. Uh, so when playing the game, we first invite two players come together to our lab and to have some nice food. And then we be, uh, we designed a game narratives for them. So we tell them, now you have eaten a parasite, and this parasite is very sensitive to the temperature, and you need to change your body temperature in order to hurt this parasite. And we developed this game app to aid the treatment during the play, um, and the players need to change their body temperature to complete a variety of game tasks in order to gain points. So um, usually the players can accelerate the sensor within 24 to 36 hours. Um, and when one of the players accelerate the sensor, the game ends. <laughs> and the player who gets more points before uh, when, they, when the game ends is a winner. Okay, so you don't win the game by excreting the sensor. You win the game by um, doing well in the activities while the sensor is inside you. Yes, but the excretion of the sensor actually adds a dimension for the competitiveness because, for example, if you uh, if you have done better than your opponents, maybe you try to excrete the sensor quicker than yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me and Kath are constantly having games to see who can. I don't want to play this game. First, I want to play. <laughs> and so, what are, what are the challenges that you have to do to get points? Some in the article I read, it said that eating a curry would get you points. Is that right? Yeah, that's wow. possible. Wow. This is my kind of game. So, okay, so go on. Give me some of the other things you have to do, Zhu Ying, that will um, will get you points. Um, actually, the, the game task, we have three modes tasks. So, in general, there's a general mode. And so we use an animated flame to represent the player's real-time body temperature. And the player can receive a general mode task. And usually, it's a uh, we'll give them a task goal, so they need to change their body temperature to the goal temperature. And once it is reached, the player mm. can get some points. Yeah. And to change their body temperature, usually the players can eat different foods and drink hot water or ice water and do some exercise and just do whatever yeah. they want. They think they can change their temperature, they can have a try. And we also have a feeling mode task. So uh, in this mode task, the flame is fixed, so, so the players could not know their progress. They don't yeah. know their real-time body temperature. And they need to submit the task when they think their body temperature has reached the goal. So the player need to feel their temperature. And who, when, when um, you do a poo and you excrete the, um, what I'm assuming is a fairly expensive bit of kit, the controller, who yep. goes? Who sorts through the fecal matter to find it? Because surely whoever's doing that, they're the real losers, aren't they? In this game, uh, I th you, you mean that? Um, but the, the sensor is not reusable, so oh, once they have activated, they just uh, flash it away. Right, I right. got you. I got you. And the sensor knows that it's no longer inside the body. I guess. Well, of course it would. It so, brings yeah. a sigh of relief. So 
Yeah, if you don't have any data updated, that means you have excreted. So uh-huh. um, now, listen. Is is this? This sounds great. This sounds like the kind of game I could really get into. I'm starting a Twitch channel. I told my little girls about it, and they were very excited. Is this game going to be commercially available, or is it just going to be in your laboratories? Um, at the moment, we don't have a plan for a commercialization because, like you said, the sensor is quite expensive and yeah. also uh, it needs a very strict screening protocol. Yes. For example, people who have intestinal obstruction are not suitable to play this game. No. So, But we believe it can be used, it can have a wider use in yeah. the future. Really? This is so exciting! Um, how, how, are we talking like a year, five years? Do you have any, any idea of when... I might be able to, you know, go on Amazon or go to Argos and order this? Maybe five years. Oh, <laughs> I'm still in. I'll be 50. be my 50th birthday present. Um, and what, what are you learning about the human body from this game? The human body um, actually is quite interesting. Uh, for example, uh, we find actually at first we think people can only do some uh, normal things to change their body temperature, yeah. but and, and we think the body temperature is quite stable. Usually, it's around thirty-seven uh, degrees Celsius. But uh, after the the study, we find out that actually um, the sensor have two stages inside their body. So at first the sensor is inside the stomach. And during when during this stage actually the the measured temperature of the sensor can reach like forty degree or twenty three degree yeah. because at this moment the food you ingested will contact with the food. So the now so at this stage the measured temperature is not your actual core body temperature, but after the like six hours, the sensor enters your intestine, and now the body temperature is more stable. Yeah. May I? I don't know if you're open to suggestions for updates, but I don't know how possible it would be to turn the controller into a little camera, 360 camera oh that lights up. So that it goes down, and you can see, you could watch the whole journey through from your mouth, through your gut, through your um, uh, your bump, your anus. You could watch that whole journey. Is that something you think you could do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, we're thinking about that yes, because, we um, yeah, we're still uh, working on the game design around this kind of sensor and we know their kind of sensor like you said has a camera it serves as an endoscopy and we think it would be very interesting if players can see their internal organs it would be fascinating i would love that hey Zhu ying thank you so much for talking to us is there where's the if people want to find out a bit more about this and your research where's the best place to go um, we believe these can kind of games have a lot of potential uses in the real world. For example, uh, we believe this kind of sensor might be more and more common uh, for the treatment. Yeah. Uh, but many people still feel uncomfortable, uncomfortable swallow a foreign object into their body. I don't. So if we have a game, it can make them feel more comfortable and pleasant to do that. And also, uh, this kind of game shows an opportunity to make pill-taking interesting, yeah. so many people do not take their pills regularly. Oh. 
Well, yeah. listen, I'll put anything in my mouth and swallow. Trust me, I, I love it. And I can see this becoming, in a few years, being like a big TV show. Saturday night TV, this is what it needs. Zhu Ying, it's so nice to talk to you. Thank you so much for coming on. And um, do keep in touch and let us know um, if you get any more developments. Yeah, we will. Thank you. Thank you Thanks, so Zhu much. Ying. So, Zhu Ying Li, um, fascinating. I love it. So it's going to be a while before we can walk into our local sex shop and buy it second hand. Uh-huh. It's going to be a little while before we can get it on Amazon. It's going to, but, or, well, saying that, she's kind of, here's the thing, she's, she shot herself in the foot there. She's kind of told us how it works. So I could probably make one for the boys. I could probably make some kind of computer, um, oh, that's what the noise is, I'm not plugging my thing in. I could probably make something, be a little bit bigger than a tablet, probably about the size, the size of like, um, like a book an annual, um, and get them to swallow that and see when it, when it comes out. Well, listen, there's no reason why it shouldn't catch on. I mean, a couple of Christmases ago, we were all playing the Wii, weren't we? Is that... You mean, you, you mean urine? Yeah. Is that a joke? Yeah. Jeez. Well, this is... It's 10.15. It's Monday night, and, and that's the level we're starting at. It can only go uphill from here. This is Talk Radio! Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. They have to be, have to be stepmom and stepson, because otherwise that just doesn't sound... That doesn't sound right. That last, that last bit, I think they're in bed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Scott, stay there. We'll come to you in a second. Thank you to everybody who came uh, to the Square Chapel in Halifax yesterday, last night, to watch Seds. Origami Nick was there, one of our Twitter followers. Didn't, didn't, I don't he think never he said, said. hello. He's uh, shy, I, though. I said, yeah, no, Nick, we, uh, Nick, it was you, wasn't it? I said hello to you on the stairs. You were wearing the Late Night Loser T-shirt. I'm uh-huh. sure that was Nick. Um, uh, and there were a few of our listeners there. A couple came and said hello, and a couple didn't. That's fine. It wasn't the night. wasn't about us. Um, but, but, but it was, uh, first of all, the Square Chapel is an amazing venue. So thank you for, you know, letting us, letting us, I can't remember doing it as a freebie because I just wanted to be part of the vibe. Uh, for those who don't know, Kath and I went up to Halifax yesterday to this wonderful kind of art centre venue to screen threads. 150 people turned up. Yeah. 150 people to watch threads. Um, and then there was a Q&A that I hosted with Reese Dinsdale, the actor who's, who's in th- Threads. Um, and I have to say, it was one of the bleakest evenings of my life. It was miserable. It was kind of fun, though. <laughs> around the, Outside of the film, it was kind of fun. Because Reese Dinsdale and his wife Zara oh, got lovely kids. God, and they, they what were just a really, lovely family. It was so much fun. Um, I also had... Um, his, his children were really nice. And his whole family were nice. And he's such a charming... Gentleman, you yeah. can see why he's lasted so long in show business because he's just really, really nice. Very talented, obviously, but really nice. But also, the food at this place, I had um, a Christmas dinner calzone, which is like Christmas dinner pizza, Christmas dinner past- pasty kind of thing, isn't well, it? Well, there's a pizza folded over. Yeah, itself. yeah. Christmas dinner calzone, I had. It was incredible. Yeah. It was filth. It's incredible. Yeah. Had cranberry sauce on top, didn't it? Mm mm. Mm. Um, Sophia, a... who runs the place, uh, runs the marketing de- department there. Yeah. Fantastic. Legend. So we showed the threads, which if most of you have seen. I know a lot of you have seen. It's nearly two hours long. It is uh, it's the third time I've seen it. Probably the last time I'm going to see it. Although I would like to watch it on the DVD with the director's commentary. But, um, oh, it's bleak. You'd never seen it no. before. I We did have to lie and say it was like a Jennifer Lopez rom-com. Yeah, I was looking forward to it. Kicking off my Christmas, um, and you just kept going. You just kept grabbing my arm, going, "Oh bloody hell, 
Oh, God. Oh, please make it stop. You were in a terrible state. Yeah, it was... Um, Grim, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit upsetting. <laughs> really, really upsetting. I mean... Never... She, yeah. didn't, she didn't even turn up. No J-Lo in it, turns out. No J-Lo, no J-Lo is it. It, it, it's, it's, it. it just doesn't... It's just relent. relentlessly bleak. Um, and then we had a little interview. It's weird as well, because... You know, watch it. There was an inter- going to be an info, and so I I got up at the end of the credits, or the credits were rolling, and said, "Okay, well, we'll have a short break." I didn't. Well, you can't you can't do a joke after that, so I had to keep it very quick. It felt and respectful. like um, you know, like when you get a celebrant at a funeral. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay if everyone liked to go outside. It was in that tone of yeah. voice. We're going to have a short break and go look at we'll the flowers. In, we'll be back in fifteen minutes with Reese. And then people felt they had to do something. So about thirty people out of one hundred fifty went. Such a weird vibe. The bar was... You've seen it, haven't you, Sam? You've not seen it. Mm. The bar, it was like... Well, it wasn't like Awake, because Awake is a laugh. Awake is fun. This was... um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it was. It there were a lot of people reaching for a stiffener. <laughs> I was downstairs in the queue for the loo, and there was silence mostly. Um, and then the woman next to me, I, we started chatting about it. She went, have you seen that before? I went, no. I said, I know people saw it at school, but I kind of missed that one. She went, yeah, I saw it at school. It was like, you know when you see these films about Vietnam vets, it's like, you weren't there, yeah. man, you don't know. Um, and then we did the Q&A with Reese and stood in the wings with him. He's such a nice man. And um, I don't know why in the pictures I took with him, we stood like Flanagan and Allen or something. You see it where he's, he's got his back to me and I'm leaning on him like underneath the arches or something. Uh, and he's, I said, are you all right? He said, yeah, I don't dread these things i'm an actor i don't know i don't know how to be me and he was really nervous but he wasn't he lovely and i chatted to him for 15 20 minutes and then there were loads of questions because we've all been to q and a's where it's a bit silent there were loads of questions including a guy in the front row who's an actor obviously a friend of reese's and he said that the first time he watched it in 1984 he was tripping on acid wow um, lots of nice questions. One slightly weird question about how come there were no black people in it. Okay, all right. I don't know what we're going to do about that. Um, but it was really interesting chat, really interesting sharing the moment with so many people. Here's the here's where I think Reese made a bad call, right? People to this show will know that when we talk about threads, we'll always get someone tweeting. There'll be someone now, I'm sure, or, or phoning up saying, oh, we were made to watch that at school mm-hmm. when I was 14. We were made to, apparently a lot of people had to watch it as part of their GCSE. And I watched it, I think, when I was 12, maybe 13, and it screwed me up for life. And i tell you the bit I remember now, the bit I have nightmares about to this day, is when the bomb goes off and there's, it goes bright white, and everyone's bright white. And I still sometimes have dreams where I'm escaping a nuclear bomb, and I turn around and cover my eyes, and I can still see the bright light, because you can see it through your thing. Um, and, and so we've got loads of people traumatised by it. Reese brought his kids. Now, one of his kids, the daughter, is 18. Fair enough. She's a, she's a grown-up. His son was eight. No, his son was 14, nearly 15. And I said, I said to Reese, is he going to be cool with this? And Reese hadn't seen, fair play, hasn't seen the film since it went out. Why would he? And he went, yeah, I think it'd be fine. Do you think so? And I said, well, I'd be keen to talk to him afterwards to find out. Reese's son was not fine afterwards. He said, I've, "I've made a terrible mistake." I don't know if he actually said that, but he said he was he was very very upset. I had to have a chat with him, and so and he did. I think I think he's 
the cycle of life has been restarted again. Incredible. But um, it was lovely. He's such a nice guy. Really nice family. Amazing venue. And um, everyone, that, that there, were, there were a few people there that had come because yeah. they'd heard us talking about it on the show. Wanted pictures with me and Kath. Came and said hello. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and if you are local to that venue, oh, look mate. at you, because yeah. it is an absolute corker. What a gem. We're, we're looking at doing um, uh, a rabbit hole picture show up there at some point next year. That's the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, let's see where we get with that. Lots more to talk about. But first of all, Scott's been waiting for ages and ages and ages. Good evening, Scott. Uh, good evening, Ian. Evening, Kat. Hi, Scott. You all right? Yeah. Uh, I was there last night. Hey, mate! How are you doing? <laughs> what, did you, what did you reckon? Well, that's the first time I've seen Threads, and um, it was brilliant slash horrific. Yeah. Uh, Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I I thought it was great. I spoke to my parents about it. They'd never heard of it, which I found uh, incredible. Um, But it was just sheer drama. And like you say, with the the whole... When the bomb goes off, and it just goes silent, it's... you can hear a pin drop. It was incredible. What a moment. And I'm so pleased. And thank you so much, Ian, as well. You did a fantastic job. I can I just say on behalf of everyone, uh, you oh. did a brilliant job hosting it. Oh, thank um, you, mate. It's that weird thing of just getting, you know, it's, it's it's not really the kind of place to go and make gags. So it's getting no. that tone. I tell you what, I, I, there was so much I, I, I remembered I wanted to ask him or say. Uh, that I remembered afterwards, of course. And one of the, the reasons I liked it is that so many of the individual stories just ended without any resolution. You don't know what happened to Jimmy. You don't know what happened to his sister. That was the, the, the one. The sister just goes off somewhere. You've got no idea. And, and there are so many of those stories where there is, it's not like a normal movie where there is a resolution and you see someone dying. Or just, you know, people disappeared. Yeah, well, with, with Jimmy, I think, because you hear, the, the, what song is it that you, he plays in the car? Um, uh, jo- old, Johnny, Johnny Be Good, Chuck Berry. Johnny Be Good. Yeah, so you hear it later on, don't you, in, 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 near the end of the film. And I guess it's, it's open to interpretation whether he's still alive or not. Oh, I never thought of it like that. Ooh. Well, Reese thinks he's dead, doesn't he? Well, what, 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 what does Reese know? <laughs> what does Reese know? I don't know. I, yeah, I, I hadn't, I hadn't read it like that. Um, but you, uh, you enjoyed is the wrong word, isn't it? I kept saying enjoyed last night. It was, um, it was certainly an experience for me seeing it with 149 other people. Oh, it was great. I absolutely I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was looking forward to it all weekend. I didn't know what to expect. Weirdo. Um, uh, <laughs> and but no, it was it was such a brilliant night, and I met I met some lovely people as well. I was sat on the front row, um, and I was sat to a last next. Uh, she was named Lindsay. Yeah, and she was there with a the guide dog, Charlotte. I don't oh, know. Were you the, the gentleman front. with the beard? No, I'm not. You I were sat. Grow a beard. No, all right. <laughs> you were sat. There was one. There was it's a, a guy point. On, Thanks for raising. There it. was a guy on one side <laughs> with a beard. You must have been sat on the other side. Okay, right, fine. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was her uh, husband. I think he was called Craig, and I'm, I just met them last night. Right, and um, really nice couple. And her dog, her guide, uh, guide dog Charlotte was there as well. Who was an absolute star. So nice. She was, and that was another thing. You got, you've got an atomic bomb going off in the UK on the big screen. There's, there's noises everywhere, and this. This guide dog is just on the floor, fast asleep. I, I did not did react. The one anything. gag. This is this is how mature I was last night. I was going to say to the lady when she asked the question, "And um, do you think your guide dog has been traumatised by these?" <laughs> but, I, but I held back. That's well the done. New, the new mature me. Gosh, <laughs> um, have you been to that venue before, Scott? The Square no, Chapel. No, do you, it's, it's about half an hour from where I live in in Castleford, right. and. Um, and I'm a big fan of you, of you two anyway, so I, I thought I'd, I wanted oh, to come along you, and support, support anyway. 
Um, and I was, I, was, I was curious as well to see what Threads was like, but I've never been to that venue before. And to be honest, Halifax looks really nice as well. Um, uh, you know, as a, as a town as well. Doesn't it? We didn't um, see a lot of it because we got there at four, and then I said to because I, I drove up and I said I've got to go and have a lie down. I'm shattered, and, and then we went straight to the venue, mm-hmm. so we didn't really see any of it, which I regret. We had a little look around when we arrived. They were just packing up this uh, what looked like it had been an amazing Christmas fair because around the back of the Square Chapel, Square Chapel is like um, part of a a bigger building which apparently is very new and there's like this amazing sort of courtyard that it's it, that it's, it's sort of um attached to and in the courtyard there was there was this christmas fair that was there and it, it, beautiful building all the way around it kind of reminded me of somerset house in london you know i've never actually been through there and it's only around the corner which is unforgivable but you know like people go skating there and stuff it's just this brilliant space and apparently they've got loads and loads of plans for different events they're going to put on there so if you're half an hour away get involved yeah it's brilliant. And, and, oh, definitely and, yeah yeah and i'd never been to halifax and what we saw we were in a nice little hotel it was nice but it, it was great and and but me and kath are going to go up there again i think we're going to do a rabbit hole picture show hopefully some point next year and uh We'll go up earlier. We'll probably go up for two nights. And, and, and I, I think the demand is there, Ian, as well. For, for any 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 show you do up in Yorkshire, I think the demand is there. We'll do it, man. We're going to do um, it. Also, after watching last night's threads, it, it makes me want to watch the war game as well, which I think you mentioned last night. Yeah. And the American version, which... The I day after. The day after. The yeah. day after with Steve Guttenberg, it, which, which, yeah. which is, is great. It's not as good as threads, but it's still brilliant. And can I give you one more, which is which is slightly um, slightly different in tone? A film called of Miracle course, yeah. Mile. Miracle Mile. Okay. Um, and it's uh, it, it's about this guy. It's like eighties Los Angeles, I think it is. And this guy's in this diner late at night, and he gets a phone call, and there's, there's a voice on the other end says, "You've got to get out. They, they're going to they're going to drop a nuclear bomb on LA." And the guy goes, "Sorry, who is this?" And the guy goes, "I've got a wrong number. Goodbye." <laughs> and, and then and then you spend the whole film going was was it a hoax? They just spend the whole film discussing was that a hoax? Was that real? It's a really interesting film. Okay, so Anthony Edwards who was in ER apparently. Oh, there you go. You oh, see, goose, goose. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, correct. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna check them out. Nice one. Uh, apparently, it's coming out on Blu-ray in a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, well, yeah. It's, I think December the seventeenth. There was one that came out on, on DVD about six months ago. Is that not American? That was the American version. But oh. now there's and I don't know what extras are on this Blu-ray. But but yeah, so so put that on your Christmas list and definitely gonna maybe check it out. Maybe Father Christmas I'll, I'll hates you. I'll work today about it as well, and <laughs> everyone's gonna go and check it out as well. Oh, God, poor things. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nice one, Scott. Thank you so much hey, for coming. <laughs> nice to speak Thanks, to you, mate. Thanks Scott. a lot. Cheers, Ian. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a nice guy. At least if everyone watches it, they can have a little support group. Here's, here's the thing that, that um, Reese was very reluctant to drop this news yesterday, and you could see him going, well, should I be saying this? There's talk of remaking Threads, mm-hmm. and he's been asked to be involved in it. Um, uh, you, know, like, you know, like in the Starsky and Hutch movie, Right, where it's Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson, but then Starsky and Hutch pop up and give him the car, give them the car keys. I think it's that kind of role as opposed to you know J- Jimmy's dad. But yeah, he's, there's, there's the, someone is talking about remaking Threads, and my initial reaction is always, oh, yeah, okay. But actually, if you kind of tie in with what's going on, it would work. I think it could work. I think this generation right. kind of needs yeah, it. Yeah, I think it could work. Um, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. This is the Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, oh, switchboard's empty. 
we'll, we'll kind of stumble through tonight's show because there's not really uh, a lot in the papers. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number. Um, let's do this because we've kind of been sort of following it from a slight distance on this show. We had a call from Laura, Laura. last Thursday. I want to say Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Thursday. I'm going to say Thursday. Who was calling in about her niece, I think it was, mm-hmm. Jade McGrath, McGrath, never quite sure when you pronounce the th, Jade McGrath, let's say, to work, who had gone missing in Inverness. Um, and someone, you've just retweeted a link that someone's done from the Press and Journal, um, which I guess is a local paper there, from today, from five hours ago, five and a half hours ago. And as of five and a half hours ago, Jade was still missing. Um... And it's interesting, isn't it? Because you see so many of these young... You see so many people go missing. And I, I've kind of hardened to it. Generally, I don't, I don't really care. It, that's not right. I'm not moved by it. That's a better way of putting it. Of course, I care, but I'm not moved by it. But this story has, has become painfully real because we've spoken... We have spoken to someone in the family. She, that person in the family chose... Was so desperate... So desperate, they, she called us, us two idiots, to see if we could offer any help by mentioning it on the show. Um, and, and, and having spoken to Laura, it, it's made this a very human. It's not. It's now not a story. It's now a very human. Um, I don't know. I, did, I don't know. I, I'm actually, I'm quite moved by the whole thing. And of course, you know the, the vibe as these things go on longer. You know, the, 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 the outcomes can often change. So, Laura, I don't know if you're listening tonight. There's no reason you should be. But if you are, you'd be very, very welcome to come on and um, let us know if there has been any update. Let us know kind of how you're doing, I suppose, because the chances of us actually being able to help find Jade are, are, are negligible. You never know. You never know who's listening, who might have seen something or who might have, uh, you know, staying in, in their spare. You don't know. But I, I guess if we can offer you any help by you coming on and letting us know how you feel, and if you want to shout at us, you can. If you want to cry, you can. If you want to just sit on the phone silently for ten minutes. You know what? We'll do that. You know, this is the kind of show where you can do that. And if you don't want to as well, you know, I don't, I don't want it to seem like some exploitative thing. Um, but know that our thoughts are with you and with your family. And um, we, both Kath and I, have been thinking about this a lot over the weekend as a lot of people have uh, let's just read a bit of this story police release new images and we've just tweeted this i've tweeted it at ian lee at flipping kath as well um police release new images of jay mcgrath the search for missing inverness teenager continues and she's a beautiful young lady a multi-agency search was launched at the weekend for missing 19 year old jade with further searches and inquiries in inverness continuing today Officers were assisted by mountain rescue teams, the Coast Guard, the Police Scotland dog unit and helicopter over the weekend. The search teams have been focusing in and around the Leachkin Road area. The last location we have a confirmed sighting of Jade last Wednesday early afternoon. Jade, who is from Aviemore, is vulnerable and as more days pass, our concerns for her uh, increase. Inspector James Rice said extensive efforts are still ongoing to find Jade, including CCTV and house-to-house inquiries alongside intelligence-led work to piece together her movements. Um, If you live in the area, please check any sheds or outbuildings in case Jade sought shelter. She's thought to be wearing a light grey turtleneck top, parka jacket, black leggings and a black, white-coloured Nike trainers and would not be warm enough for the cold weather. 
Also, here we go. This is where you may be able to help. If you have dash cam footage of the area which hasn't been wiped yet, let us know. Um, and um, and there you go. If you want to see what uh, she looks like, we've uh, just tweeted some pictures. Yeah, and they also appealed to Jade directly. This um, police officer, uh, Inspector James Rice, saying, Jade, I still appeal for you to come forward if you see this appeal. You're not in any trouble. We just want to make sure you're okay. Ah, oh, man, life, huh? Life gets heavy for some people, and some people are unable to kind of cope with the pressures. And 19 is a, is a, is a tough old age. To, you suddenly get bombarded with responsibility and things. And, um, you know, let's just keep our fingers crossed that she's, she's had enough for a bit. And she's just gone off to, to get her head straight. And I, I, I've got my fingers crossed about that. Yeah. 03444991000. Um, let's have a little break. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Can I talk about 03444991000? Feels like we're kind of just slowly warming up. This is a warm-up show for what's going to be a great week. I think, but there's a there's a story right. It's been in the news, big news story, right? And a lot of fo- lot of phoning shows have been doing it. Sort of, I think it broke about Wednesday last week. A lot of shows doing it, and I'm gonna just put it out there because I cannot work out what I feel about it. I can't get my I can't work out what my thoughts are, and and a lot of the time I'm just like sitting on the fence. A lot of the time, some of the time I'm thinking. Definitely one way. And then some of the time I'm thinking, oh, no, no, I can't be thinking that. I think I'm thinking this way, right? It's quite a boring story, but it's a big story, right? It's this thing about the police knocking into moped thieves, right? So it's people who've nicked mopeds. It's also people that are riding mopeds to do robberies, like snatching phones and purses and stuff like that. And I guess it could also be ones that have done acid attacks. Let's put the acid attacks to one side. And drug running. Drug running. Drug running. Um, I can't get my... I don't... So the police are using this technique where they just kind of... I don't know. They kind of... They knock them off their bikes. I don't think it's smashing them into walls. It's kind of like hitting the rear wheel and, and turning so they spin yeah. out and then fall off. Is that kind of Because vibe, words got around that a lot of police um, pursuit vehicles wouldn't keep up the pursuit if you took your helmet off. Which is apparently is a myth. Yeah. That's not true. This is what... The, 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 now, this is the thing. This is what I then heard a copper say on the radio the other day. Well, that's not true. I remember a copper said that to us on 3CR once. That's not true. It's a myth. Um, but obviously, in the um, litigious age we live in, you know, and you know, coppers get get taken to court sometimes for shooting a gun. Well, every single time a, a firearm is discharged, yeah. th- that copper is now out of work for at least two years while they're doing an investigation. Every time a uh, copper discharges, etc., etc., etc. So there's, there's all the litigious stuff of if you knock a bloke off his bike and you kill him, someone's going to die at some point. It's pretty likely, right? You're going to get sued, or you break his leg, you're going to get sued, and da la 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 la. Um, but so, okay, so okay, so now that we're having this conversation, I now feel that it's it's cool that they do this, that this is the right thing to do. But I'm against the police being armed. I think it's wrong. I think tasers are wrong, right? Um. But now I'm this precise second in time. I think it's okay for coppers in cars to knock crooks off of their. And I nearly said kids then, and I came back from that. I mean, it primarily is young people, but 
Uh, maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know. Stats? You think I'm a stat man? You think I'm stato? Um, uh, now I'm erring on the side of, yes, actually, it's a cool thing to do. Cool. It's, a, it's the appropriate, it's the good thing that police are doing it. But then I think, well, hang on a minute. I'm a liberal. I shouldn't be... There is cognitive dissonance going on because I feel I'm a liberal and I think, you know, any the, the unnecessary force from the police... You know, listen, we know a lot... We know a lot of black people die in police custody, right? You know, and um, a lot of those black people have died because some of the police are racists and they use very aggressive and violent techniques. I'm not in any way going to deny that. Um, And so the the thought of the police being aggressive and violent, and this act is an act of violence, kind of goes against everything that I sort of believe in or stand for. But... At this moment in time, and an hour ago when I was thinking about it, I, I thought the opposite thing. But right now I'm thinking, yeah, no, that's probably the right thing to do. Well, then, hang on, what's the difference between them chasing a crook down the street and smacking them over the head with a truncheon? Do they still have truncheons? They do, have batons. Batons, they have the extendable ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the difference? What's the difference? Is there a difference? I don't know if there is. I think a car's a bit heavier than a baton. But, yeah, I think a baton is worse. Because I think a baton is worse. Because you're at closer quarters and you've got the ability to restrain them without battering them. What do you think about it? I don't know if you've given it any consideration. I can't see how likely it would be that a police officer would be in that situation with the way things are at the moment. But I don't know. They've done 67. I don't know over what period of time. (laughs) (laughs) But I've heard the figure 67 over, I think, three years or a year or something. Someone will let us know. But but there have been a number of them. It has happened. Significant. I think they number. need to, you know, because from what it would appear, and again, don't know, I'm not a police officer. It would appear from what we're being told yeah. that these these moped riders are being used because um, because they can get away because it's it's a it's deemed to be the most effective getaway vehicle for them at the moment, especially in sort of places like London. Here we go. If, by the way, part of me thinks if those guys are getting caught, then they're lousy moped riders. Well, I wouldn't get caught. So um, you know that they're not the people who are really at the top of the chain of command anyway. These are probably, you know, foot soldiers, So far this year, officers have knocked suspects off their mopeds or scooters 63 times, including those who have taken off their helmets. Right. Well, I'm really so su- that's 63 times in it this year. I'm really surprised there hasn't been an uproar already. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I, I, and I know that's a little bit heavy for this show, but it's a late night alternative. You guys are allowed to phone in about anything you want. So, you know what? We're allowed to talk about whatever we want. I kind of just want to put it out there. Um, just see if anyone can help me get my... I don't want to do it as, you know, as a big phone in. But I can't work out what I think about it. So I'm hoping someone can phone in and give me a right. really good argument that will put, set me right, right one way or the other. Mopeds are being used systematically. Yes. So they've got to cut that off. Right. I guess this is the way they cut it off. But it feels wrong. But it also feels right. And I know that that, as a phone-in host, that's useless. A phone-in host is meant to take a stance, double down, lock the doors and say, right, come at me and I'll destroy you. But I can't do that on this. I've got... I I keep flipping back and forth. Back and forth. and Especially um, when you and I both know that we're talking probably about kids and probably for the least powerful member of a gang. Probably. But... No. Um, well, 
you know, th- then you'll get you'll hear stories of people coming out of the tube station and a bike comes up behind them and grabs their purse yeah. or grabs their yeah. phone or something. Yeah. You think, well, that's a little shit. Yes, yeah, so you, si- you simply have to go to the victim first. Um, and if they're getting away, I don't know. Maybe you can help, dear listener. Maybe not. It's something that's just been on my Here's mind since question. last Wednesday. Do they deserve to potentially be killed for that? I suppose that's where where it leads, isn't it? This argument. Here we go. Well, this is there we go. This is the co- uh, one scorpion driver. Scorpion drivers have been trained in tactical contact. This is from uh, the Guardian from um, last week, uh, maybe two weeks ago. One scorpion driver, Sergeant Tony McGovern, stay there, Michael. I'll come to you in a second, mate. Said it was one of the hardest tactic- tactics to use. It's just a slight nudge. It's controlled. He said suspects were amazed when in some cases they were sent sprawling off their mopeds. They're shocked. They say, we didn't think you're allowed to do that, especially when they take off their helmet. He said other police cars would try to slow the scooter or moped before he and other specialist drivers struck the suspect's vehicle as slow at as slow a speed as possible. McGovern and Scorp- said Scorpion drivers aim to minimise injury to those being pursued and civilians. At impact, the driver removes her or his foot from the accelerator and uses the brakes to nudge the suspect off the bike. It's incredibly quick, quick and very dynamic. I can see how it's done. It's like when you used to, um, when you were on bicycles as kids and you'd do like a burn-up on your mate where you'd get your front wheel and hit his back wheel and it kind of sends them off and it might send you off. It's that kind of mm. thing. Um, uh, so I don't know. I, I, I'm just putting it out there as, as maybe some of you want to kick it around. And I, maybe some of you are as confused as I am about the whole goddamn thing. I haven't, I'm surprised that we haven't heard of anyone complaining about it yet, which makes me wonder whether what, what you're saying is right. You know, three have been actually, referred to the police and crime. Uh, three out of 60 odd, though. That's yeah, incredible, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Good evening, Michael. Hello. Hello, Michael. What have you got for us tonight? I think they're using the wrong vehicle. They, I should use a tank to knock them off. Come on now, Michael. Michael, what? come on now. <laughs> come on now. You Come on now. You can't do it. For, do you know why that's a dumb idea? No, it's right. It'll save money the, t- on the police vehicle. It t- might damage the police I'll vehicle. tell you why it's a silly idea, Michael. Shall I tell you why? Why? Tanks are very, very slow. No, no, no. They go over 50 miles an hour. Yeah, well, m- mopeds go over 70 miles an hour. Well, they ain't going to knock them off doing 70. They're going to probably get away from the police car anyway. But, but, but tanks are too... You can't... You, I do hope this is I do hope this is tongue-in-cheek and not an, an LBC um, cast-off. Tanks are not going to be able to catch up with a moped, you prune. They will if they fire the gun. Oh, my God! Right. <laughs> please, okay. please tell me you're joking, Michael, you naughty old Brexiter. <laughs> anyway, yes. besides that... Yeah, go on. What's what's this with Theresa May now? Is going to charge us extra pound pound on your uh, council tax? Good to cover the fact that she's took all the money away from the police force. Yeah, good. Do you think that's right? I do. I don't know what you're talking about. Hang on, we got to pay an extra pound council tax. No pound. It'll, be, it'll probably be a pound a month on your on, on your council tax for the bill. coppers. So we can have more police. I'll, I'll pay for that. I'll, I'll go for that. I pay an extra twelve quid a year for better police. Definitely. Oh, yeah, but you're well paid. What about these poor souls that have to go in, in these food banks because every pound counts? Well, they'll be getting um, um, help with their council tax anyway. Also, they deserve the police to come to their house if they get uh, you know get into trouble, don't they? 
Well, they're probably the ones that are doing it. Oh, oh Michael. Right. <laughs> so you're saying, no, you, Michael, no, 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 no hang no, on a minute. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to, hang on, shut up, you silly old bigger. I'm going to pull you up on that. You, is that. Is that a joke? You're not genuinely saying the people in food banks are crooks. Well, one or two of them are. Yeah, but one or two of them probably are. Fair play. One or two of them probably are, but then one or two, one or two, you know, of everybody probably are. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're no more likely to be crooks just because they're and, using food banks. No, but if they want money, they're more liable to rob you than uh, no. anybody else, aren't they? No, that, that, that's bullshit. Have you not heard of um, uh, bankers? You know what bankers do? You know, know you the, know the corruption in the stock the exchange? You know the corruption that. in politics? You know that? No, if you've got money, you're more likely to steal more money. Come on, man! You can't say people using food, all people using food banks are thieves. I didn't say that. You said that. No, I didn't, Michael. You implied that uh, they were more likely to be crooks, and that's a really scummy thing to do when all they're trying to do is get food to feed themselves, you privileged blooming, what do they call it, gammon. Was you ever on that uh, programme before you came on to... Here's the thing. Losing losing the argument after slagging off a load of people, so changing the subject. Go on, then. Next one. Next round. was you ever on that programme that they used to have years ago where it was phone and argument? I've got no idea what you're talking about, Grandad. You used to phone up and you, you could have an argument with somebody on the phone. Right. You and No doubt you, you lost every single time. No, one of you. I doubt, a few, but, doubt uh, it. Doubt it. I, I thought that's what you'd moved on from, from that. I've got no idea what you're talking about. There was no, no, no programme was that? It was phone and argument. That's what it was called. It was on the right. It was on the. Te- uh, you had to phone up on the telephone and phone an argument. No, no, I've got no idea what you're talking about. But uh, trust me, I bet you were lousy at it because these are terrible, lame, low rent arguments. I'm really hoping you're. T- I'm, I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt, Michael, by hoping that your t- your tea is in your sea. Tea's in me well. Yeah, exactly. Your tongue had better be in your cheek, otherwise I'm going to knock it in there. Coming on and saying people using food banks are thieves. You scumbag. You massive Brexity scumbag. Pay more no for the Brexit police, you tightwad. Dig in your pocket and pay 12 quid year, a year more for, your, for the police, you miserable tight gammon. Yeah, but I've already paid. Pay more. Time. Pay more. You I can afford it. Pay it. I pay my tax. Shut up. You don't pay tax. You're a tax dodger. I'm a tax dodger. Pay your council tax. Pay to a, Who could object to 12 quid a year more for better police? You traitor. You traitor. You're going to have a heart attack in a minute. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. You're a traitor to the country. You disgust me. You happy now you got your Brexit? Is this the Brexit you wanted? Yeah, great. You happy now the country's screwed up? You voted for it? You killed this country? It's great. I think I'll buzz off to Germany. I was going to do that years ago. You can't buzz off to Germany. You, You voted Brexit, you massive idiot. How do you know I voted Brexit? Because oh, I can tell by your bigotry. No, I didn't. I don't believe you. All right, Michael, we're going nowhere. Thanks for the call. Bye. Silly sod. Um, let's go to... Oh. Hello, caller. Would you like to give... Um... Tell you what, let's... See if you... Catherine can guess who this caller is. Don't tell us your name, but tell us what you do for a living, and she'll see... It's like, what's my line, but in reverse, OK? I'm a paper boy. Oh, well, well, well. Long time no speak, stranger. And I can't tell you what happened on Friday's show. 
We had Dave Hill from Slade on, one of your own. Oh! <laughs> you should listen! It's a good show! You should listen to the show, Alan! I think you'd like it! You could have spoken to him. He was on for an hour and a half! No, I'm always watching. I'm a celebrity seeing who's been voted out. OK, well, it must be a very emotional time for you seeing all of your friends getting kicked out of a TV show. Well, it was only Noel Edmonds. Ah, good. How are you, boss? Good, thank you, Alan Caddick. What have you... What, what, I'm just confused by your... Um, your lack of calling in... Uh... No, because... I'm, because I knew if I called in, I would have to go through the ritual humiliation... I'm saying what happened on the show the previous night, that doesn't involve me. Yeah, yes, exactly, the ritual humiliation. Why is that a ritual humiliation and not just a really polite thing to do when you take up 10 to 15 minutes of our show every night? Because it's one more for me and everyone else goes straight through. Everyone else listens, Alan. Oh! Here we go, um, in a minute, shut up. Is is footage of someone getting knocked off their on, scooter. From David Babcock has sent this. Here we go, you ready? Here we go. Whoa, he just smacked into him! That didn't look soft. That was his little one! Oh, that guy just fell off. He's an idiot. He turned a corner too fast. Yeah. And he ran away like a baby. Here we go. Oh! Flipping it! Ooh, I'd be great at this. Oh! He did a wheelie when he went in his back! Wow. That doesn't look like a little tap. That does not look like a little tap. I haven't... Oh, I haven't put the thing on... Um, I need I need a... Uh, wait, I've got to change the screen. Um, all right, Alan, listen, we'll come to you in a little bit. OK. Yep, thank you very much indeed. 0344 and uh, 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Dean, stay there. You'll be the second call after Alan. Uh, William, we are getting your messages. Thank you very much indeed. This is the Late Night Alternative. Uh, weeknights from 10, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Talk radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The wild man of late night radio, Ian Lee. A differently interesting nocturnal emissions from a legend of late night radio. On air and off the leash. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. And Catherine Boyle, 03444991000. So just kicking this moped thing around a week after everyone else because it's not the kind of thing we normally do on here. Um, but I can't get my head around, you know, the coppers knocking um, people off mopeds. I can't get my head around it, and, and neither can a lot of you, right? Now, Simon says, guys, I think you will find the common opinion is that the police knocking these scrotes off is a great thing. Right, well, I don't go with the common... I, first of all, I, I dispute that that's the common opinion, Simon. That, that, no, it's it's the opinion of you and people that you hang around with. And, of course, we often generally hang around with people who have the same opinion as us, similar opinions to us. And we listen to radio shows that have similar opinions to us, and we we follow people on Twitter who have similar opinions. So, so no, I don't think it is the common opinion. Also, I certainly wouldn't call it a great thing. If they get hurt or die, then so what? Good riddance, scumbags. So hang on a second, hang on a second, hang on a second, Simon. You're saying that now the police have the powers of, of execution... That's a terrible... No, 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 no. That's a terrible, terrible thing. I don't... I certainly do not um, condone... My, do you know what my, my big worry is? And I think this is going to be a, potentially a reality, right? Once we leave Europe... Once we leave Europe, right, what are the... Um, the Tommy Robinsons and the Nigel Farages and the Gerard Battens and the Boris Johnsons and the Reese Moggs? What are they going to... What what's the next thing? What's the next thing going to go for? Do you know what I think it's going to be? 
Death penalty. Bring back the death penalty for these Pakistani rape gangs. For starters. Yeah, well, exactly. Tommy Robinson, you imagine him. Well, we need to bring back the... If we can't send them back home, we need to hang these Pakistani rapists coming over here, raping white children. Let's hang them. That's going to be a tough one to argue against. Thick people, you know, thick people will argue, yeah, that makes sense. And Jacob Rees-Mogg, who thinks that if a woman is raped and becomes pregnant, shouldn't be allowed to have an abortion. That kind of me, you know, that's such a very, very old-fashioned way of looking at, at, at rape and women's rights that it kind of fits in for me with capital is it capital punishment or corporal capital, capital which ones will we smack them yeah, corporal. corporal punishment is i always that. get them wrong and that could be i just i'm really worried and we can't bring back the death penalty while we're in europe because it's a european thing but once we're out we can and i i was in that this last week i think that's going to be the next big thing if europe happened if we leave europe i don't i'm still not convinced we are but if we leave europe the next big thing is going to be well let's bring back the death penalty referendum yeah I can see it, really see it happening. Anyway, so um, Simon says, uh, if they get hurt or die, then so what? Good riddance, scumbags. No, I, I, I disagree with you, and I, don't, I certainly don't think that that's the common view. If they get hurt or die, then so what? Um, no, the police should not be executing people, whether deliberately or by accident. Of course, the state shouldn't be executing people. Um, but no, the police, the police shouldn't do it. And then Sally... Um, uh, where's Sally's tweet gone? I've lost your tweet, Sally. Oh, where's Sally's tweet... Lost it. it. I think you have to ask yourself. I think you have to ask yourself. Beep. How would you? How would you feel if your phone is nicked and an officer says it's okay, Mister Lee? We got your phone back, and the kid is in hospital, paralysed. Hmm. Because David Babcock um, tweeted us um, a little YouTube compilation of what looks like police doing this technique, and if it is all. Authentic. I don't know if it is. We just watched it during the break. I don't know. Didn't have time to check the sources. But let's assume that it is. Those aren't gentle nudges on the back wheel. Those are ramming straight into them in some cases at yeah. high speed. So they come up on is the bonnet. Kids rolling across the bonnet. Yeah. So, um, so no. No, Simon. I don't think that is the common uh, view at all. I think it's a pretty lousy view saying that it's okay for the police to kill um, people. I think it's very simplistic. And I know that a lot of police officers would have a problem with it yeah. too. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, cats, welcome back. Hi, boss. Hello, Alan Carrick. Did you mind to get an advent calendar for a boy? Sorry? You know last year you were struggling to get an advent calendar? I wasn't struggling. That was last year. Did you mind to get one this year? Uh, yeah, the boy, my eldest has got a match attacks, which is panini stickers, and my youngest got a Lego one. Yeah, because I remember last year you were trying to get a Lego one. You couldn't find one anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't. They well remembered. And then, 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 like a few weeks ago, I thought, oh, I remember buying some Lego ones and putting them in the in a secret space where we hide things. And then I, I did. I hadn't. I, I, I had. I. It was Mandela effect. So they've got their advent calendars. Here's the thing, Alan. Yeah. I have got no Christmas decoratianos up. Oh, I got a bit. The death penalty can't be brought back as the UK is and will remain a member of the European Court of Human Rights, which is separate from the EU. All right, brilliant. Well, that's good. Thank you. You put my we mind... We don't need a death penalty for not hanging decorations up. Sorry? We don't need a death penalty for not hanging decorations. <laughs> He's right, though. I haven't put any decorations up, and I just... I, you know, I'm, I'm not really looking forward to Christmas. I'm not in the Christmas vibe. I've done, I think, 
I think I've just done all of my Christmas shopping. I've bought the kids. Oh no, I haven't. I've got to buy stuff for my sister. But I've done. I've got to buy stuff for my sister and her kids. But I think I've bought all the presents for my boys. I've just got to put them in the pile and look at them and make sure they're balanced. As any parent will tell you, they've got to be balanced. God, I know. Um, I bought Boylie's two presents. Woo-hoo! Bought her second. Bro- bought a little small present and a big present. Um, I'm not getting anything for Sam because I've gone off him since he started trying to scare me all the time. Uh, in oh, fact, I've got a nice present for you, Scarab. It's going to be a big box you're going to have to carry home, buddy. <laughs> yes, you, yes, you wait. No opening till Christmas um, Day. But I've got... My house is a tip at the moment because I'm getting, I'm overwhelmed by living there on my own and, and stuff. And I haven't got a tree. I haven't got any decorations, Alan. I don't think I'm going to do it. Oh, no! Yeah, I'm really not looking forward to Christmas. And I've had some nice offers. My sister has offered. My mate Simon has offered. But here's the thing. They've got kids. So my sister's got kids and my mate Simon has got, got kids. And they're wonderful, wonderful kids. But the thought... Here's the thing. I'm probably going to go to my sister's. Probably. But I, I don't know. And it's going to be a real last-minute decision. The thought of being around other kids on Christmas Day that are not my children. Even though I'll see them Boxing Day for two or three nights... The thought of being around other kids that are not my kids uh, fills me with immense sadness. Oh, no. Hey, and up yours, Steve Allen, saying I should have saved for my divorce just because you read oh. some bullshine story on, online. Well, you should have... Well, you should have saved for your divorce. Who saves for a divorce, you absolute nutjob? Get ready, guys. The Christmas party's coming. We all know what Steve Allen's party trick is. Oh, and enjoy your second upheld Ofcom complaint this year. So I don't oh, really know, Alan, what I'm going to do Christmas. I don't know... What are you the... working over Christmas? I don't know what I'm going to do, really. But I know what's happening on Saturday. What's happening Saturday? I've got two young chicks coming to live with me. Oh, chickens. No, kittens. Oh, t- you've got some cats. Got some cats coming. Ah, uh, nice one. Yeah, very, very excited. Mucky and lucky. They're coming. They're coming. It's happening Saturday. Oh, no, I love cats. Yeah. Why, I can't believe you missed Dave Hill. He's from your way. Wolverhampton, wasn't it? Well, yes, it's the same place as Birmingham, isn't it? Well, about ten minutes away. Yeah, well, exactly. He was here. He was sat here for an hour and a half. We couldn't get rid of him. he was busting. (laughs) Oh, you picked up a lingo, cat. Natch. Natch. Well, Well, Alan, there's always a great contribution to the show. You've really taken the argument on leaps and bounds. So thank you for that, mate. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Bye-bye. Really great contribution there. Why have I written lower age on my um, list of potential things to talk oh, about? Oh, I know why. Go on. Because that fellow who's been trying to be recognised as... He identifies as 20 his, years younger. You've got a story to hand. No, but I you can find it. You find it, because... Well done. Thank you. Um, because... Uh, by the way, if anyone agrees with Simon, yeah, the common thought is... Um, Candy says, why would you have your decorations up? It's the beginning of December. Put a small tree up Christmas Eve. Make it nice. It's just one day to get through. Um, okay. Uh, and Sally's, I think, is high on drugs. <laughs> Do you agree with Simon 03? Well, Simon, call in and, and tell me how, why you think it's okay for the police to, to murder people on the streets, to execute them. Because I, t- I, I can't get my head around that at all. That feels like a very, very bad thing. And having seen the footage now, now I'm erring on the side of it's a bad thing to do. But I'm also aware... That these people, you know, terrorise. They had a woman on, I think it was on Radio 4 the other day, who had um, been accosted by a guy, or maybe two guys on a moped. She came out of the station, train station and got her phone out. Terrifying. And they zipped past her and tried to grab her bag, and she held on to it. And then they turned around and were about to go straight at her. Then a load of people came out of the train station, and they rode off. So it didn't even get away with anything. But 
Yes, she was terrified and traumatised by yeah. it. So something has to be done. So what they're doing prior to the nudging hasn't worked. We're at three counties. There are always little scrotes on uh, mopeds causing mayhem and stuff. Well, yeah, churning up the park. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I can't, I just, it, it, it feels... They, they do say you get more right-wing the older you get. And maybe I'm turning that way, but, but it is, it's a real cognitive dissonance in that, that I've got two completely opposite ideas existing, coexisting at the same time in my head. And I, I, a part of me goes, yeah, this is, this is what we need. The other part of me goes, well, that doesn't tie in with everything else you believe in. But then that's OK as well. That it doesn't, we can't all be, hey, I'm a central left liberal and I fit neatly into this little thing. And so I must believe X, Y and Z. Yeah, yeah. We, we can have extremes outside. Not these that. days. We're all supposed to choose a side, aren't we? Oh, well, maybe that's, maybe that's the problem. Maybe that's the problem, is that is, is Twitter has, has meant we have to be black or we have to be white. We mm. have to be zero or we have to be one. It has to be a binary choice, according to Twitter. Whereas Nuances actually, are not allowed. Yeah, it's actually OK to have reservations about stuff, especially when we don't have the full facts. Mm. Hey. OK, let's do this. Um, Let me give you the full break? facts on Mr break, and Emil we'll, we'll do this because this, we did this story, you found this a couple of weeks ago, and, that, and, and, and I saw the update. This is This guy's nuts. 0344... <laughs> Four nine nine one thousand. The late night alternative. Ian and Kath Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Sorry, just Kath reminded me. I need to get a larger litter tray for the kittens. I've ordered a bed already, medium sized bed because they're going to sleep in the same one. I'm hoping. Exciting. Got loads of food. I've ordered some toys. Got a cat climbing thing. Got a little tube that you bought for Velvet that she didn't use because she's miserable. And you've oh. got that thing that 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 cat annoyer that botherer thing with the fish on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat litter tray. Right. Go on. So this this guy who wanted to change his age. This is brilliant. Yeah. Sad news, everyone. Um, you're not allowed to identify as whatever age you feel. Um, a Dutchman who wanted to change his date of birth to boost dating prospects has lost his legal battle to do so, according to BBC News. Emil Rattleband, still aged 69 despite his best efforts, wanted to change his birth date by 20 years to avoid what he called discrimination. We live in a time when you can change your name and change your gender. Why can't I decide my own age, he said. Well, well, because of the sun, because of the way time works, you <laughs> absolute burk. I haven't said burk for a long time. You're not burkish short. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Very rude. Berkeley. Berkshire. Hunt. Berkshire Hunt. Mm-hmm. I can't even mouth it because if I mouth you it... You don't it need will... to. I think we can all join the dots there. No, that doesn't... No, don't even. Don't even. Berkshire Hunt. Careful. Court disagreed, highlighting the many rights in law are based on a person's age and changing it at will would cause many problems. There was no legal basis to make such a change, it said. Mr Rattleband is at liberty to feel 20 years younger than his real age and to act accordingly, the judges said, but changing his legal documents would have undesirable legal and societal implications. Mr Rattleband, who calls himself a positivity trainer, <laughs> he also calls himself 40-odd, so... Uh, made headlines around the world with an unusual request. Ahead of the hearing, he made TV and other press appearances saying he felt discriminated against in both employment and on the popular dating app Tinder and said his doctors had told him that he had the body of someone in their 40s. I've looked at a picture, he needs to give it back, it doesn't fit him. <laughs> If I'm 49, then I can buy a new house, drive a different car. I can take up more work, he said. When I'm on Tinder and it says I'm 69, I don't get an answer. When I'm 49, with the face I have, I will be in a luxurious position. 
he kidded himself. Alongside the widespread media attention, he was criticised for some uh, by some for comparing his bid to the position of people in the transgender community. Oh, man. In court, Mr Rattleband argues that the date on his birth certificate was a mistake, even though he was born on that day, the 11th of March 1949. <laughs> so, literally not a mistake. <laughs> The court agreed with him that his age is part of a person's identity, but unlike a person's gender or name, which Mr Rattleband sought to draw comparisons to... Rattleband! I know. It had further complications. Rights and obligations are also attached to age. For example, the right to vote, the right to marry, the opportunity to drink alcohol and drive a car, the court said. It found that the possibility of declaring oneself younger could open the door to the opposite, becoming older. Yeah, you're right. So 16-year-old goes, no, I identify as 25. Hand over the booze. Yeah... Uh, in its judgment, the court these said... Lawyers, these legal people are so clever. Oh. Be nuts. Um, the court said that granting the request would cause all kinds of legal problems by effectively erasing 20 years of events. <laughs> and it also pond- be stupid. <laughs> I mean, what chance? It pondered what would happen to qualifications obtained in that time or a driving license issued or a mal- marriage solemnised. 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 Who says solemnised? Well done, whoever wrote this. That's a translation, isn't it? No, it's the BBC. Com- no, well, hang on. All right. Can we get this guy? Did we try and get I this? I tried. He's uh, not responding because he uh, doesn't identify as someone who responds to messages. <laughs> it also said well, that... I what... then. <laughs> I laughed, laughed so much, a little fart popped out. Do I, get, do, I get, do I get five pounds for no, that? that was, um, I was, you made me chuckle. This is why this show is great. <laughs> because um, Catherine made me chuckle so much that just a squeezed out, just a tiny little pop. Nothing, nothing offensive. Nothing you outrageous. say that, well, I'll, I'll be the judge. Just a tiny little, so thank you for that, Catherine. That, that could be the so... new slogan for the late night alternative, like Wayne's World. You'll yeah. laugh, you'll cry, you'll fart. The late night alternative, it's very farty. There's your video promotion. You see? <laughs> when we start looking at that. the cameras, you know we're doing a video. Okay. What's that? It also said, while changes uh, in, to the law to allow a person to change their gender took place following a global debate on such issues, no widespread advocacy for the change existed, except for Mr Rattleband's loan case. If he felt discriminated against the ruling, said there were other ways to resolve that under the law. Jog hear... on, Mr Rattleband. Can you hear someone? Is there someone, is there someone there? I can hear something. Hello. Hello, who is this, please? It's Susan. I didn't know there was a caller there. <laughs> Sam just put that through without me knowing. Oh, I, didn't wow. see it. I can't see it on my screen or anything. Just heard someone. Are you, are you eating a biscuit? Are you no, looking, are you I'm, looking I'm, at a custard I'm, cream? No, can you hear that? Yeah, it sounds like you're flapping away. No, I'm, cl- I'm clicking a, f- a button on my phone. I don't know what it is. I've just C- clicking a button it. on your what? My phone. Okay. Can we ask you a question? Yes. Have you been back to Omar Sharif for some naughty, no. naughty action? No. No. Good girl. He's got somebody out on the go now. Well, he, he did before know. he had makes... about 20 other people. I know, I know. He's, he's got new... I, it just makes me feel sick. All the way along, I wanted to tell his main girlfriend, but I can't. I haven't got the guts because this one will turn nasty. Oh, let's not talk about it. But why would he's you want to? Why it. would you? He's okay. He's. I thing. want to. T- she doesn't right. know what he's doing. She, must she doesn't know. know. Right. Okay, but she doesn't, Catherine. I swear to you, okay. she doesn't. But okay, but here's I the. I swear to you, so, Okay, we well, don't swear. There's no need to swear. <laughs> but you I knew that. You knew that. You knew the deal going in, right? You knew about her. Yes, I did. Yes, right? I so, did. So and why? The others, and the others, I knew. Okay, so what? So if you knew the deal, yes. What right do you have? 
to tell the main one? Well, That's just I think I just want someone who is ignorant to his behaviour to know because Why? I think she spent. Because I think let, if you let me it's get not, my words it's out, not, well, here, no, but it's not up to you. I think because I think I think shut up, I Ian. I don't think you do think. Ian. I, I think you don't think. Capiche? What am I doing now? You're making me shout already. I've only been on making, air two minutes. I'm not making you shout. Because she has invested time and money in him. OK. Well, so, uh, what gives you the right to tell her that? That's What gives you the right to ruin what, her what dreams? Should... No, it's not ruining her dreams. It's making her aware of what he is. No, well, but you knew what well, you knew what he yeah. was. Yeah. Right, so you signed up. You, si- you cheated on her. You made her life. Yes, I know. Yeah, you I did know, that. But I'm, qu- I'm willing to tell her that I did that. I'm because it, only because he's now it. he's now let you down. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. I, was t- I wanted to tell her before. You're as bad as him. I know, in a way, I am. So you but want? I... Well, you want to confess your sins to her to make yourself feel better when it will just make her feel miserable? No. That's a terribly selfish no, attitude no, to take. No, 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 no. Yes, yes, yes. I want to just. I want to just make her aware of what he is. Why? Why? None of your business. Because she's invested. It. It. Well, it is really because I was one of the perpetrators. Exactly. Because, as I say, she's in. She's invested money and time in him, and she's going to invest some more. So what? In him, and so, I don't think it's fair. Some so, more time and money. So what? You're jealous. Well, You're jealous that he wouldn't no, dump I'm everyone not, for you. No, seriously, I'm not serious. I'm not jealous. I swear to you, I'm not. I could never be. I'm not necessarily. No, by the way, I'm just. You'd never, shut up. Shut you'd up. Never shut know up. Who, what Stop bed, talking. You'd never Stop know talking. what bed he'd be quiet, come out of. Be quiet. Be quiet. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that's necessarily the point of view. I was just enjoying the thought exercise there of having an argument. I don't. I don't really. No, care it's all right. Either, you but, can but, have an argument but, if you want. But, you can say what you want. Well, then, oh, okay. Shut up then. Um, but I do think you are. No, it's not like 50-50 bad as him, but I'd say like maybe 80-20 as bad as him. Shall I Don't tell know? you what shall I tell you what happened when I went to him after 7 years of after about 8 years of not You have lots you of see, sex in his mirrored fa- bedroom. When uh, shall I just tell you something when he first moved in, we had a fling and I pulled out because his behavior was so dreadful I could see what he was. And I pulled out and I stayed back. away for 8 you, you, years. You pulled out all... And then in March of this year a March of this year, one in. afternoon, we bumped into each other. Here we go. At the fire door. Sorry? Is that a euphemism? At, at the fire door. At, at the, the fire at the door. Is that, where's that, round the back? Oh, shut up, Ian. Catherine! Well done, Susan. It needed saying. He's very I, rude, isn't I he? spent in the last and two I days... I went in there because I had been celibate and I wanted sex. And he was delicious. Oh, and, and I, what did he, what did he taste it was of? A stupid thing to do. What did he taste of? Macaroons? No. What did he taste of then? Well, nothing really. Mm-hmm. Don't you remember? He's got this amazing animal magnetism, and he can see colours. So here's the it thing. Has. Here's the thing. It has. You felt horny. You wanted a shag. You had one, then you felt guilty, and then you wanted to go and tell his missus. Shame on you. No, no. Shame on no, you. I've always wanted to tell her because he's been like it all the time he's so been what? here. If he, if, but so what? If he hadn't have been like Why that, you wouldn't... I? Because it's it's vindictive and it's mean and it's selfish. It's not vindictive. It's bit, what's vindictive about telling the truth and making her aware? Well, because you did it. You didn't tell her the truth when you had a chance to when he before came, you got involved when he you? came and said oh Suzanne I would like to make a love to you you should have then if you if you had any conscience I know I know you I could have either stupid. you could have either walked away and got, got kept out of life not, or you I could know. have then got in touch with his missus and say hey Pedro's just tried, tried it on with me 
think you should yeah, know that. You said you didn't. You, you said you tasted him and you said he was delicious and you became addicted yeah. to his taste. Yes, I did. His naughty taste. Here's the thing, Susan. No good can mm. be... I don't think any good can be achieved for your soul. By telling her. No, she's going to know. By... Come on, you would know if you were going out with someone who was carrying on with at least, at, at, a, at a conservative estimate, 15 other she... people. Catherine, I swear to you, she doesn't know. Well, she doesn't come here very often. It's a lot. It's a distant sort of relationship. Uh, she pops up every now and again. Handy for you. She pops up every now and very again. Very handy for you. No, because I've told you it's not going to happen exactly. anymore. Susan, I think I've you should told. concentrate. What about when he came in your back door and he tasted delicious? That's that was a mistake, and I've told you that I, I I'm not going to do it anymore. Good. Here's the thing. Concentrate on the things yeah. that you can control, right? There's no point... Well, she yeah. can't control her knickers. She can now. She's doing really well. So, but keep I, your I, side of the street clean, Susan. Just keep away from I him. Will. And don't get involved in his circus. Here's the thing you've got to say to yourself. Always, not, always not my circus, up. not my monkeys. Always rubber Not my circus, exactly. not my monkeys. Exactly. You see, this is... This is... This is... I know I was a fool to, to relapse back into it. This last time. And I it's knew tough because you look like a cross between Kate Bush and Sherry Lungi, apparently. So you must yeah, have. So what's that got to do with it? Well, that means means you must have surely a lot. Because those are two of the most beautiful women in the world. I don't, you know, I don't, oh, don't believe be it. Silly. I don't believe it. But they're not the most beautiful women Kate in the world. Kate Bush and Sherry Lungi, of course they are. <laughs> so that's why you picked them when you were making up what you look like. So you must no, have. I wasn't making up. Well, you. I, 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 I'm, I'm a bit reclusive. I, I, I don't really go out. Like Kate you Bush. Know, and she, oh, yeah, she went reclusive after, after she had the baby, didn't she? Mm. She wouldn't let anybody look at him. Good. So where'd she, she be? She brought a, she brought a, she brought a farmhouse in Devon, didn't she? And oh, she, you, you um, know a lot about um, Kate Bush. A bit no, stalkery. Somebody, somebody told me exactly where the, the, the farmhouse is. It's was very, it was very, it Omar when he was it's, um, it's bit... ploughing you? Stop it. No. Oh. His name's not Omar, actually. Well, no names, no pack drills. I didn't want to talk about that. Well, yeah, you you, you, start, you, you oh, seem a very open no, lady. I've got an open mind. Yeah, not just so yeah. Stop open legs. Stop. <laughs> well, I, did, I think I was doing well for eight years of celibacy. After eight years of celibacy, don't you? And I didn't miss it. Just occasionally, and I've been celibate in my life before. Right. Okay. Yes. Mm? But we all know the thing. I is... know how to close my legs. Thank you. Well, well, it, well. Do you though? That's the question. Do of you? Of course I do. I've just told you. I was really? Years well, what about this? I had been celibate, and I wanted sex. <laughs> what about that? What about that? Hey, there's no shame in that. What about? I had been celibate, and I wanted. Hang on. To my wanted sex. To my wanted no, sex. When do you? When did you? To my wanted. To my wanted. To my wanted sex. My I wanted sex. I wanted sex. I wanted sex. And I want it now. No, oh, she's drinking. She swallowed keep, something. I shall keep my legs. Who's there with you? Now. Who's there Nobody. with you? What I've are you drinking? Had... I've got some water at the side of the bed. Good for you. Oh. We're in bed, are you? You can't stay yeah. away. What do you want for Christmas? Some I wanted sex. Okay, well, we'll see what we can do. I, um, <laughs> can I ask you a question, Ian? I wanted sex. Yeah. 
When was the last time you got your leg over? Oh, you dirty woman! Are you inviting me round for a bunk-up? You must be joking. I've had enough with him. So you're never having sex ever again? Probably not, no. Oh, oh come on, Susan. That's that's cutting your nose off to spite your face or some other Well, member. I'm not... Do, do you think... Uh, I, I, I think I've had quite enough, don't you? How much, have you, how much have you had? How much have you had? Well, we didn't do it that often. Okay. Once every, once every few days. Okay. Gosh. Well, um... Then he would leave me... He would leave me one or two weeks. Mm. Anyway, let's not think about that now. No, so no, nothing. But you see, basically, it was all about him. It was when he wanted it. Well, it wasn't always when he wanted it, was it? When I wanted sex. So you got it in the fire escape. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to bother anymore. Anyway, can I tell? Can I tell you about something else? I was actually wanting to phone you about. Yes, please do. Um, I think you should put some decorations up because your boys will be coming Boxing Day and I think you need to just put some up, you know. Yeah, no, you're probably right on that. I'm probably going to get, like, a tiny little tree. Like, what's that, two foot? Yeah. Two foot and a little bit of tinsel and a bit of tinsel. And and you... Tinsel, and you tinsel. can put you can put loads of little tinsel. baubles on it. No, what? And then You're you obsessed. can put loads of little baubles and stuff and again. tinsel. Yeah, tinsel. Kath just no tinsel. A, yuck. No. Kath just pulled a face at tinsel. Tinsel. Ugh. No. Well, well, you like it, darling. No, it makes me itch. Well, good. Then I'll put it up, oh, and you can't come round. Great. Perfect. It, it can. It can do. But the other thing is, the Dutch gentleman who wants to reduce his age legally to get a girlfriend, he doesn't look. It doesn't matter that he can't can't do this legally. He doesn't have to tell the truth about his age. He can go out back on, on the dating scene for, if he finds a lady. She's dirty. Does that make me dirty? Can't he? People lying on Tinder. Whatever next? People saying they look like Kate Bush and Sherry Lungy when they don't, when they're clearly not anything like that. Whatever next? How do you know I don't look like Kate Lungy? Kate Lungy and Sherry Bush. Yeah, yeah, you look like Kate Lungy and Sherry Bush. Do you look like a cherry bush? (laughs) I don't know what that means. No, I don't know either. Well, we look forward to the pictures, Susan, of your cherry bush. No, I'm not sending you any pictures. You're you're just too naughty. Oh. Well, then, you know what happens to naughty boys. Cold for Christmas. What did you say? I'm not. I'm not spanking you. I'm not getting the whip out. <laughs> That's been put away in a locked box. Uh, yeah, the whip. I don't. Uh... Also, there's one other thing. Yes, of course. Are you allowed? Are you are you allowed alcohol with your tablets? Are you allowed to drink alcohol in? Yes, I am allowed to drink alcohol with my tablets, but I'm not allowed to drink well, alcohol with my raging alcoholism and drug addiction. So probably best I don't. Well, you're not. You're not an alcoholic, are you? you have you had a problem with alcohol in the past? Have you ever listened to this show before? Yes, a raging no, one. Not till. Not till. I'm a right. huge junkie, and I can't have uh, uh, alcohol Ooh. or drugs because I'm going to go wild. I'm going to find that okay. box. I'm going to open it. I'm going to get that whip out. So I'm going to whip myself I'm, in front I'm, of you. Are you saying that you've got an addictive personality? No, because I think that's a bullshine phrase that doesn't mean anything. I'm an addict. <laughs> oh, there's the whip. I, s- I said... Do you have an addictive personality? No, I don't, because I don't believe in the phrase addictive personality. I think it, I don't think it means anything. Well, I am an addict. It does. It doesn't. It, well, you, 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 I'm an addict. No, it does. No. Well, some people My can personality, have a bottle of alcohol. Yes. Have one Did you glass. Hurt, ben? 
You just burp then, you dirty Excuse man. Me. Yes, yeah, so, no, well, I, I'll Excuse consider me. it. What, and, and they can have one or two glasses of alcohol, put the bottle away yeah. and finish with it. They're not addicts. But an, al- but an, al- an, addict, an alcoholic who yes. has an addictive personality... No. Forget the phrase... Forget the phrase... Can't forget the phrase addictive personality. That's nothing. You're no. either an addict or... You know, it doesn't mean anything. It's not about nothing to do with personality. Well, it does, because no, I it just doesn't. explained no, to you... No, you did it. You, you described an alcoholic. Between a non-addictive personality no. and an addictive personality. Addictive personality is not a thing. Pers- what's personality got to do with addiction? You described an alcoholic. <laughs> it, it's yes, well, but then you use the fairy tale thing. language. Addictive personality doesn't mean anything. Of course it does. I've just explained. You to have you, a, sir. You've just defined an alcoholic, which is different. Why is an alcoholic different to any other addiction? I'm not saying it is. Now you're changing the the, the stats. No. I've just explained to you what an, uh, how, how, now, what, how an alcoholic... Susan, can I be helpful? I don't think mm. Ian needs anyone to explain what an alcoholic is. I've done the research. Okay. I've done years of research. Right, OK. OK. Well, I was just going to say, you might, you might need to... You said you're not looking forward to Christmas Day because the boys won't be there. Correct, correct. Yes. But they'll be there what? on Boxing Day. What are you doing? So Maybe we could meet up. Get... I don't like Christmas. Well, let's meet up and let's just... Um... Whip each no, other. You're too, you're too f- no, you're too far away. I'm not coming to London. I don't live in London. Where do you live? Um, I live near Exeter. Whereabouts are you? No, you don't. Whereabouts are you? I'm in Exeter. Shut the front door. I've always shut the front door. Yeah, well, well lo- maybe, maybe shut the other on one it. as well, but... That's shut, I've told you. I live, I I live in a little village, you probably haven't heard of it, called Bovey Tracy. Do you know Bovey Tracy? Oh! Yes. That's where I live. That's the foothill of the moors, isn't it? It could be the foothill beginning of your pleasure. Well, the studio, the studio, talk talk radio studio is in London, isn't it? Well, sometimes I drive up and they put me in a hotel and sometimes I do it from home using um, the ISDN line I have at Bovey Tracy near Exeter. Well, what about Catherine? Are you always with Catherine then? Of course not. She stinks. Wow. She's a stinky lady. But she doesn't taste nice. You, you'd quite like to marry Catherine if she was divorced, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, I want Catherine's marriage to fail. I want her kids <laughs> to be miserable so that then I can marry a woman who I see all the flipping time and annoys the hell out of me. Catherine, would you marry me? Well, that's what marriage is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. OK, Susan. All right. You, you, you... Bye. <laughs> Hello. There we go. <laughs> Break, Susan? No. No, that was Omar when he went in the fire escape. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh my God, David Babcock's coming up next. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. What earth are you showing me? A bare ass. Instagram, right? They they get festive, and uh, the latest thing apparently is to barbelize your bum, or Make your boobs into puddings. <laughs> I don't like Christmas pudding. I, 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 I put some cream over them, though. <laughs> oh, you animal. Um, OK, let's go to Dwayne. Good evening, Dwayne. Hello, are you all right, Ian? I'm all right, Dwayne. How are you, mate? Oh. I'm good, pal. I just want to say, uh, for the last two years, you've carried me a long way from the dark path. Oh. Are you a Satanist? No, no, no. I've oh. been released on a life, life license from prison. Oh, hey, t- 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 Dwayne, can you do us a favour? Can you turn the radio off? 
Okay, hold Cheers, mate, because I want this. this, this yeah, I want to. I'm in an hospital duck, so I've got a radio up and I've got a TV, so I'm just turning it down. Yeah, just turn it down, because it gets a bit yeah. confusing because of the delay. Go on, what's, what's happened? I got released today to an hostel. After 17 and a half years in custody, Uh-oh. and for the last two and a half, and uh, from when I first... In fact, when I got to that, yeah, we're on the... I'm a celebrity. Yeah, all right. Um, so, hang on, so what, you were in custody for 17 years? Uh, in fact, uh, Ian... I got remanded on the 5th of the 9th, year 2001, before the September 11th attacks. Well, so that, that means, it means you weren't involved in those, and that's something. You were, you were out of the police inquiries for, the, for that. So yeah, that's... yeah, no. I did something very wrong, which... Oh, 17 years. I have to live with it. Yeah. But I did something wrong. I got a life sentence, mm. and they released me today in an hostel. So today, you, so today you got out, and you said, this is your first day out of, out of prison? In an hostel, this is the first time wow. I've listened to you as a free man, even though wow. I'm in an hostel. And you chose to call us, man. Thank yeah, you. How, you know um... You, you used to... Che- all, all lads listen to you in prison. Now we're in Wakefield Prison. All the lads listen to you in there. Yes, Wakefield Prison! Big, big, up, big yourself. up yourselves. Listen, guys, tr- trust me. Get through Christmas, everyone in Wakefield Prison. I'm coming up there next year. I'm going to bring some drones. I'm going to get some good gear in there for you. <laughs> we're going to get um, no, some files. No, we're going to no, break no. you out! Wakefield Prison's going to break! <laughs> That's how I got. That's how I got to listen to you because it says listen to Ian, listen to listen to Ian Lee, late night talk show, uh, talk radio. Yeah. So I, I did it in my day. Me, I thought, what that's obviously other stations that uh, yeah. what's it called, same station, but yeah. on a Saturday night, badass girls and all that crap, <laughs> and, 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 and I thought, what this is a ring station. Yeah, yeah. So hang on a minute. Let me ask. So this is your first day, out, man. This is a huge day. And we're going to step back in a second. But how, how do you feel? The, the, the moment you step out of Nick for the first time, I've got no idea what that, that's like. Is it is it overwhelming? Is it exciting? Is it kind of nothing? How does it feel? Well, to be honest, Ian, when I got released, I, got, I had to get escorted to approved premises by police officers. Right. So they dropped me off at premises, did me induction there, showed me my room, then I went out, and it's like, like whew. And it's are a you, shock. Are you allowed to now walk out of that hostel if you want, or have you got like a curfew, or do you have to tell yeah, people? Yeah, I've got a curfew. I've got sorry, I've got a curfew from ten a.m. till seven a.m. in the morning. But apart from that, so seven o'clock in the morning, you could go out and go for a walk. Yeah. For the first time in seventeen years. Yeah. How does that feel, man? It's like, to be honest. It's scared like I'm today. Like, I could have gone out to that tomb, but I didn't. I was sat in a thought. Mm, I can't get my head around it, to be honest. Oh, I bet. Isn't that interesting? Minute. First day out and you stayed in. I bet I the world it. feels massive. It does. Not only that, I see all these, like, new cars. Smartphones. These, like, super space buses and what. <laughs> super space buses! <laughs> Where have they released him? <laughs> um, all right, listen, I've, I've, got, I've got to ask the question... 17 years, man. That is a long time. What did you do? I don't like to reflect on it, Lee, but I did some... I got a life sentence for this... Well, I got a life-year sentence with a 15-year type, but it's 17 and a half. So that's, that's, a, that's a murder, right? All right. All right. No, listen. All right. But I, I, you know, I have to ask just because some people go, "Well, you you got all right." So I've, I've asked. All right, and we've got a vague idea. How are you feeling about um, about staying on the straight and narrow? Oh yeah. Listen, I'm not a like I'm not a robber. I'm not a thief. What I did, I did for a reason. But at the time, 
it was the wrong reason that I, I, I suffer consequences for it, and I probably will for the rest of my life. Oh, man. So I don't, I don't like robbing, I don't like stealing. And like the judge says, it, I'm not risking nobody else, it was just a one-off. Oh. I got I got a payback, that's all I did. Yeah. Well, you see, I, I have to say, it's all you did. You know, it, it's, you know I, I, there were obviously people that were severely impacted by your actions. It sounds like you're yeah, aware yeah, of yeah. that severe impact. And I don't want to dwell on that, but, you know. Um, um, all right. Well, listen, man, this is, this is an exciting... This is it. This is the turning point of your life. You can now... Well, you can now go in any direction you want. What, have you got any idea of what you want to do? Uh, to be honest, I am. It's like obviously I've got restrictions. I have to keep sound on every two hours and give you so we make sure in daytime that I'm not out of that. So the monitoring just, it's just it's overwhelming to be honest. It was like well, when I first smelled that tarmac. In fact, I seen a green field. When I went can, I thought I just want to go out to can and step on that green grass. Because when I'm in Wakefield, there's no green grass, it's all concrete. Well, tomorrow, why don't you go and step in some green grass? I'll eat it tomorrow. <laughs> don't eat it! Probably got dog shit all over it. <laughs> That's not changed. <laughs> you don't want to do that, man. But go out. Go out and be with nature well, yeah, tomorrow if I, you can. I, I was ringing Seth for the last couple of years. I was tuning into you and I thought, every single night, from ten till what you made me, you made me smirk and smile before hey, I went to bed. Wicked, thank you. Um, hey, listen, uh, uh, Dwayne, this is the, I, I'm slightly speechless because I don't know how to. This is an amazing call, man. This is an amazing call, and I really appreciate the the fact that we helped you and other people in prison. That means a lot. I really appreciate the fact that on your first you know what, day you phoned us up. Yeah, go on. Uh, Wakefield lads, I know that a lot. Um, you know what Wakefield's got a nickname called Monster Mansion, which is full of monsters. Very, very, very bad people. Oh God! But they all, they all tune into you and listen to you every Uh-oh. single night. They all do when we get cammed up, or we stay for lockdown. Yeah. Double check for roll check for nine, and they're all tuning for your ten. They do. I know it sounds bad because obviously not all monsters, but it's Monster Mansion. But yeah. they all listen Monster to you. Mansion. Well, hello, Monster Mansion. Um, <laughs> Dwayne, would you mind giving us a call if you're, well, if you're around, he's got a curfew, maybe Monday night and just letting us know, no, hang on, we're on Monday, um, give us a call later in the week, maybe even tomorrow if you want, and just let us know how, you, how you're settling in or settling out and how it's going for you and stuff. Yeah, I will do. I will give, do. give us a call tomorrow if you get the chance, Dwayne, otherwise we'll speak to you later in the week. Okay, look, thank you. All right, man. Did you call me right, Duck? Bye. Yeah. Call me Duck? Yeah, he must be a Nottingham lad. I'm going to find him. Um, thank you, Dwayne. Um, 17 years, that is something, that is, a, that is a very naughty crime, and I don't want to in any way demean what he did. He he said, well, I, I, all I did was this. Well, all you did, I would imagine, had a very, very severe impact on at least one person and probably quite a lot of people, quite possibly a murder. Um, sounds like you know, I'm making up. We're all making up kind of our own stories as to what it was there. So we're not in any way justifying what he did. Um, uh, it's a weird one because I, 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 I'm so pleased that people listen to us in prison. I often thought that they might do, but I was never quite sure. And now we have proof that they do. And as I if hope, they hadn't suffered enough. Yeah, shut, shut your face. <laughs> uh, and I'm really 
it, it, grateful for that phone call. I really wish Dwayne the very, very best of luck, man. Yeah. Trying to rebuild your life after that. But then I was part of me was thinking, well, what? what hang, supposing it was murder, let's assume. What if the wife of that guy that got killed was there, or the daughter, or the mum was, was listening to this yeah. and thinking, well, hang on a minute, you're giving that scumbag. It's tough, isn't it? Here's the deal everyone gets to call us. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Whatever Dwayne's done, justice system says that he's out. And he's got to become part of society. And that sounds like it's a really daunting thing. I mean, it's only day one. and He feels like a spaceman. Mm. Um, everyone gets to ring. Matty says, gosh, what a change from Susan's back doors to Dwayne, who served a life sentence in prison. It is, isn't it? We're going to take go another 360 degrees. It's David Badcock. That blimey. Isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it? I almost seen... Like what I've got to talk about isn't very uh, suitable. Oh, well. Of course it's suitable, you muppet. Right. Well, yeah. Um, I have lost my virginity to one of your listeners. Oh, wow. Is it a vacuum cleaner? No, 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 no. That's that's, that's so last year. <laughs> He's onto the dust buster now. Okay, dokie. <laughs> yes. And I hate to say it, but she she's just been on. Um, what, Susan? Yeah. Hey. Now, when you say you lost your virginity, I, just stroking one out whilst listening to the radio doesn't, doesn't count, count. Doesn't count, does it, Catherine? No, she has to be in the no, same no. town at least. Yeah. We're in the same room. We're in the same room. But ideally, yes. Yeah, yeah. You have to be in the same person for it to count. You have to. You do have to be in the same person, yes. For it to count, um, I'm afraid, young man. So you're still a big old V. No, we 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 did the we did do the dirty. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Don't we met. He didn't meant to met on the total radio single that. <laughs> the kind of mind. You never thought you'd, you'd find. Yeah. The station of the nation for a little masturbation. <laughs> the fire exit. Uh, no. No. Um, <laughs> listen, um, I've been getting into I'm getting into my ghosts again. Now I have nearly all of the copies of The Unexplained. I was listening to a nice drama. Why do all the dramas on Radio 4 when they have Toby Jones on? They always make him do an American accent. And he's really? A great, he's a great actor, but he does a terrible American accent. You think he's, he's, he's a brilliant British actor. Get him to do a British accent. Um, but it's about ghosts. And it got me thinking, David, uh, and also I think my house is haunted at the moment because I've been playing with Ouija boards. My TV keeps turning on at random times. They love four in a bed, but who doesn't? They love four in a bed and they love this morning. Um, so I wondered, David, if you had any news from the spirit world. Well, well I've, got, I've got a bit, a bit of news. Have you heard of uh, Clinton Baptiste? Yes. Yes, I have heard of Clinton Baptiste, yes. Well, he's a fraud. He's copied me. What do you mean? He does a podcast. Yeah. Well, Clinton Baptiste, of course, is a, a very, very famous celebrity, uh, renowned psychic. Worked mm-hmm. with uh, Peter Kay, I believe, and toured the clubs, and been doing it for a long, long time. In fact, I'm just going to retweet his podcast now. Yeah, I've listened no, to no. it. It's an absolute belter. Yeah. yeah. No, no, it's not actually because it's completely derived from from my. No, no. Me podcast. I, you know, I'm an old cynic, but even I was wavering there listening to that. I mean, it's uncanny. Yeah, he's, he's, I've not heard it, but I, I, I bet it's stunning. Mm. No, no, it doesn't matter if it's stunning if it's copied off someone. 
Well, the I was well, hang on. What tell me exactly what Clinton Baptiste has, has, has copied from you? He's done the paranormal podcast. Okay, so right. Okay, well, hang on. There are loads of paranormal podcasts. Yours was not the first. No. Everyone's doing podcasts these days. But, but he's got a connection to this show. I don't think he's been on. I think Vincent Baptiste has not been on this show, no. 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 We've been no. trying to get him to be honest, but he's under licence. Yeah. In my fan base. I just think it's a shame. Well, why don't you go out and do an even better podcast? Because nobody will come on it. Hang on a minute. I was on it. I know, but you, you won season one, the, the most successful season. <laughs> season. And the only season. Yes. Yes. But, and and I, I've emailed so many people. Nick Helm, have you heard of him? Uh, Nick Helm? He's a comedian, apparently. Okay, right, yeah. He, he said he'd come on. He, 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 he's blown me up the dust pipe. I don't want to make money. Right, okay. Well, it's not my fault you can't get... Have you had Catherine yet? Catherine doesn't want to come on. Yes, she does. She does. I'm, Catherine's branching out as a, as a solo act. I'm booking her. She'll do it. Of course she'll do it. She's doing it. Right, so, take... Who else will do it? Oh, because that's not enough. Right, I'm not doing no, it now. No, no you're doing that, it. You've done yeah. me so... Come on, let's help this guy. He's obviously, you know, got some sort of brain deficiency. Support, support him. Um... Okay, well, listen. If there's any famous people, we've got a lot of famous famous people listen to this. Yeah, any famous alive people? Because obviously the dead ones are already chatting to. Babcock. How about how about murderers? Because we've got a lot of people inside um, the monster mansion. Yeah, but they're not allowed phones. Well, they're not allowed phones, but they get phones with drones and up their bum holes. I I, I would be very uncomfortable talking to a pool phone. Well, I don't know how to tell you this. <laughs> Sam, Sam sometimes likes to play hide and seek. Here's the thing: they don't. You don't talk to them while the phone is in the bum. They take it out and wipe it with a um, a wet wipe. Sorry, they put phones up their bottoms. Yeah. Yes, they normally wrap it in something first. They're not animals. Well, some are. Uh, we we can get you all the all the best murderers. Well, I'm not not so interested in that. Okay. Uh, do, do, what about Rufus Hound? What about him? He, he covered you while you were in the jungle. What? I'm clutching at straws. You're clutching at straws. I'd probably best to just give it up, He's Dave. really busy. He's got a successful theatrical career now. Yeah. Probably best just give it up, buddy. I'll give it up, then. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. There we go. Maybe he can have a seance for his dead podcast. R.I.P. R.I.P. That's two hours of absolute hogwash. Um, that we've done. Um, why have I written... Oh, there's that. Oh, oh! All right, so we haven't established the, the mopeds thing. We've had a couple of people tweeting, yeah, they deserve to die. We've had a couple of people, more people saying, as you would expect from our audience, saying, well, I don't know if I really dig it. So, you know, so we've, we've not got anywhere there. Um, I do want to talk about after midnight at the Oasis. Midnight out with Oasis, having a banging time. Buzzing. Buzzing for it, mad. Um, have you, did you see the Tyson Fury inspirational speech for people with mental health no. issues? Everyone's going, this is great. I really think you're going to do it again. Because about two years ago, everyone was laughing at him for yeah. saying ridiculous things. Well, he did an inspirational speech, and a few people tweeted me saying, Ian, I know you're not into sports, but I think you'll like this. 
And I'd seen a bit out of context tweeted by someone, and I thought, is that that can't be a direct quote, because because that's lousy advice. So I watched it. We'll play it after midnight. I've got to remember, he's just come out of the ring after a grueling 12 rounds. So maybe his... his, his I, I think it's the worst bit of advice for people suffering with mental health I've ever heard in my All life, right. is what I'm saying. But the good news is it looks like he's turning things around for yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Thumbs up. Good for him. But the advice, I think, is, is kind of... Um, Lousy, but I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's just had, you know, the fight for blooming ages in a, in a boxing match game. Uh, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So it Just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Jazzy, jazzy, Jeff. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand is the phone number. The late night alternative um, on Talk Radio. Don't forget, you can listen to us on DAB. Download the app or go to TalkRadio.co.uk. And they've um, put up in the last few months loads more transmitters. Sexy, sexy transmitters. Imagine. So if you couldn't get us on DAB before, you might be able to get us on DAB now, is what I'm saying. Uh, it's a phone-in show, unlike any other phone-in show, in that we all just sit around and we talk about whatever we want to talk about. Our day, our weekend, 
um, random thoughts. We try and kick ideas around. Thoughts are allowed. Thinking is allowed. It's not one of those shows where I come on with a definite point of view and then challenge you to a fight on it. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I do. But then things like this moped, police knocking moped um, riders off. I've not quite got my head around it. I'm now erring on the side of, I think it's a bad idea. Earlier, I was erring on the side of, I think it was a good idea. I don't know. And that's okay. And Catherine is right that Twitter makes us, has tried to make us so binary and to put us into boxes that having nuances and having doubt about your own thinking is not really, um, is not really the done thing anymore. We're supposed to go on. I mean, imagine going on Twitter and trying to... I've done it before and I don't do it now. You go on and try and kick around an idea going, I'm struggling to work out what I think about this. Um, Because you get taken to pieces. How can you even consider that? What are you talking about? That's outrageous. Um, But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, Catherine, to the listeners on this show, we can kick those ideas around. Yeah. Um, uh, Katie is on the line. Good evening, Katie. Hi. Hello, Katie. Um, I just want... uh, I don't know that I know is listening... I just wanted to talk about my day. Go on, what's happened? Yeah. Uh, oh. Hello? Hello. Hi there. Hiya. Um, I'll just go, I'll go from the beginning. I'll sum it up. Um, Katie, it's sounding a little yeah. bit muffled. What is going... And there's a weird echo. What the... Well, we, I want to hear this story. Is, uh, uh, oh, wait. Uh, I've got one speaker. Hello. Uh, Katie, that is a sackable <laughs> offence. But as it's you. As we like you, we'll let you get off with just a slap wrist. Go on, let's hear this. What's happened? Thank you. Um, basically, so I, I've i been doing really well lately. Um, even, it's mostly been the past month. I've been exercising every day and I've been on better antidepressants. Yeah. And I've been on Venlafaxine 75 a day. Yes, man. It's good stuff. That's what I'm on. Yeah. And at first, I was like, oh, my God, where has this been all my life? This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was getting up in the morning. My flat was perfectly clean. (laughs) I would be be going to work. I'd be getting up. I'd have energy. I was eating healthy. I was exercising every day. I was doing my college revision. Everything was amazing. And... There's been some personal stuff going on as well, and, and and that's really important. Like I was having moments where I'd just be sat with the baby, or like I I, I was in the bath with the baby. So if you think that's weird, and he just looked up at me and he was just lay on my belly smiling, and I just thought life doesn't get better than this. Hey, right? whoa, whoa, hang on a second. Having baths with babies is the best, the yeah. best thing, man. Isn't it lovely? Oh, it's it's the so cute. Best, and, I, <laughs> and I, then they go and spoil it all by like pooing in it. But well, yeah, you know, even a, that is forgivable. But I, um, so gorgeous. I missed, you know, I I missed the the, the, the the one of my boys asked me to get in the bathroom the other day, and I said, "Dude, you're too big. I, I, I physically I won't fit in there." You know, I miss <laughs> having baths with the kids because it's a joy. So it's not weird at all. It is. It is. It's gorgeous. Yeah. I just thought, you know, with everyone saying that whole thing about the David Beckham picture the other day, but oh, that's made up nonsense. No wrong. With People just. Like having a pop yeah. they, they weren't tonguing each other. He just kissed his daughter on the lips. How old is she? Do we... Yeah, little but mine. Little girls like still seven. kiss me on the lips. Does that make me a pervert? Yeah, of course, it doesn't make you a pervert. No. They're not tonguing each other, not going out on a date. Mm. Of course not. No. I kiss my baby on the lips all the time. I don't think it's weird. My boys are now but, um... at the age where they joke about kissing me on the lips, and then they kind of pull away and go. <laughs> my ten-year-old, oh. my ten-year-old is like 
giving me the old switcheroo at the last minute and giving me the cheek, and that's cool. Do you know what? She's calling the shops. That's Whatever fine. Whatever they're happy with, man. There's nothing weird about that. Listen, you you know what's appropriate, and you and then, and there's nothing there's nothing better than a naked baby. I'm going to say it when it's your own baby. Kissing your ba- turn your baby around, kissing them on the bum when they're naked. Yeah, that is what life is all about, Katie. Yeah. And no one's going to tell me otherwise because I know my intention is pure, and you know your intention is pure, and that's it. I know. You want to marvel at their well, beauty. Um, anyway, go on. Sorry, sorry. I Those? just don't want to take up too much time. Mate, we've got no other callers and we like you. Time so, is yours. And, um, you know, we, we take as long as you want or as short as you want. It's all groovy. Thank you. Um, so, so yeah, things have been good. But, um, I mean, to put it into context, a year ago I was living in like a... I moved out when I was 17. Yeah. And like a year ago I was living in like a hostel supported accommodation type place. It's basically a bunch of flats. Um but not they're not really proper flats. Like the staff the staff in them for yeah. to homeless kids basically. And, you know, my mental health was worse than I'd ever been. I was a drug addict. I'd lived on my own for like three years and it was a mess. And um and I really came through that at the other end and I was think I was thinking about it before and I thought it was not before yesterday, um, and things the past few weeks have not been that great. Um, no, the past month has been fine. The past week, everything for some reason has just turned. And I has there really... been anything? Has there been anything specific that's happened, or has it just started getting out of your grasp a little bit? Well, I think I'm just stressed because things with me and my baby's dad are just. Oh, it's just horrible. It's. I'm not. I don't even mean he's horrible. I mean the situation is horrible. In what way? Because I know that you weren't speaking to your baby's dad, but he was. He was being a dad, and he was taking responsibility yeah. there. Has anything changed? Um, no. I mean, in fact, it's the opposite. He wants. He wants to see the baby more, and I want him to be in the baby's life. I just. It's hard because at this. At, at, I mean, he, he gets him two nights and two day. Two nights and kind of three days. Yeah. If you ca- if you count the beginnings and the ends, but I just I don't know because on the one hand he's his dad and I know that he needs him, and then on the other hand I just I think I'm just a bit weak at the moment. And then long story short, basically today I I, I ended up relapsing. Oh man! Um, oh, I know. Man. I know. On everything as well. I I'd quit smoking. I didn't even smoke bifters, not even cigarettes, and. Today, every like everything just. Did you just say bifter? Yeah, a cigarette. I've not, I've not heard the word bifter for like um, uh, thirty years. We used, to, <laughs> we used to call a joint a bifter. We used to heme up a bifter, and that was like roll a joint. It was a bifter. That's because that's because from London, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm from Liverpool, so it means cigarette. Okay, it's so a straight. We call that a straight. Okay. Yeah, people right. say straight now. So <laughs> um, I moved to Warrington, and people there say straight stuff like that. Yeah. So <laughs> I, right. I, so let me just get, get, try and get a grip on something. Are you saying I'm I'm getting one of two things? I think I know which, which it is. But are you saying about the dad? Are you saying that you're still in love with him and you want to be with him? Oh no no right. no, no no. Are no. you saying then that that you struggle when your kid goes with his dad and you want the kid with you more? It's not that I want him with him more. I just don't want. I don't want him with me less. That's that, I mean. That, you I'm want you want the baby with when you hand the baby over. You kind of miss him, and you want him to spend more time with you than he does the baby. Um, no, 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 no. I don't want him to spend. Basically, I don't. I'm happy with this arrangement of the two nights okay. and kind of three days. Okay. But he he wants more. And oh, and I, you would struggle with that. 
Yeah, because I mean, when he when he goes away for that time, I'm generally fine. The first night, I'll I'll relax, and then the second day, I'll get up, I'll do things I need to do, I'll sort um, any like issues that need sorting, or I'll give my flat a really deep clean. You know, things you just can't do when the baby's yeah, yeah, around. Yeah, of course not. Yeah. Um. Or and then I'll generally do my college work because I'm doing my A levels at the moment, or I'll go to work. Um. I only work eight hours a week, so I'll I'll do something productive, you know, and I'm generally fine, but. Towards the end of maybe the, the second night, I don't know. Maybe it's just you know when you have one thing that's really kind of helping you through. Yeah. Um. When that thing's not taken away from you, but it's just not there. Like with with my baby, I, f- I feel like he just gives me the strength. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. To be a better person for myself and for him. Because if it was just me, honestly, I, I, I'm not. You'd give up. You think yeah. you think you might you think you might give up. Okay, well let, let's have a look at that. So your baby gives you the strength, Karen, and, and and our kids do give us all a lot of strength. You know, they're exhausting and they're tiring, but they give us a lot of strength yeah. at times. But does your baby need to be there physically, be there for you to have that strength? Mm, no, no, I know that as well. Yeah. Because this is what I'm finding by... I, I've not lived with my boys properly for two and a half years now. And this mm. is what I am finding by being away from my boys, right? I had a little bit of a relapse a while ago because I wasn't with... Partly because I wasn't with my kids. Mm. But it, um, I, I, I came to my senses quickly enough because I knew that if I was off drinking or drugging or shagging or whatever it was I was doing, that even though the boys weren't with me, that would still have a negative impact on their lives, you know, and that I needed to keep it together when I wasn't with my boys so that the times I was with my boys, I wasn't feeling guilty and I wasn't feeling ashamed and I wasn't coming down and I wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to go and see a dealer on Tuesday when I drop them off. You know you know what I mean? Yeah. That I was I was with yeah. them completely. So, um, and I'm also, I tell you what, I'm, 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 there's so much I want to ask you, but I also, there's a lot of stuff I don't want you to say on the radio because I don't want you, who knows who's listening, I don't want you to jeopardise yeah. anything by going yeah. into detail. So so we can we can quite happily say you, you picked up the fags after not smoking for a long time, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. fine. Well, let, let's say you picked up the fags after not smoking for a long time, right? And mm. we kind of wink at each other. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want you to say anything that's going to jeopardise stuff later on down the line. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, and and I would, if you wanted to share more, you've got my email address because I emailed you. You could email me. Not like I could give you advice or stuff, but if you felt like the need to, you could email me. Yeah, it, I don't. I don't want to be one of them people who uses the show as a crutch. I know a few I'm, people do that, but I think no. I'm glad just, you're sharing this because this is really important. And I um, there's, mm. there's loads, loads of things I want to say. First of all, in terms of like staying clean and stuff, how are you doing it? Are you just doing it on your own? Are you going to meetings? Have you got like a, a counselor or a doctor? How are you doing it? Oh, um, I I kind of um when I first found out found out I was pregnant, yeah. I quit straight away. Okay, brilliant. Um, and then it was very a very very stressful pregnancy, and I kind of just thought, you know what? I, I, like, I'm not going to lie, I'll I'll just say it. It's horrible, but I I was going to get an abortion. Um, and I mean, think about it. I was a drug addict. I was in a hostel. Yeah. I just I was 19. I just found out I was pregnant. With you know, on benefits and not not doing anything worthy with my life. Just found out I was pregnant with someone who, at the time, we were we were broken up. It was like breakup sex. We've both been doing 
bad things and the relationship had crumbled and then, you know, ne- next thing you know and that had happened and um so I I mean I was I was gonna get an abortion at, and my mental health was worse than it's ever been at that time I, I, I genuinely thought and I'm just gonna say this on the on the radio in front of millions of people, oh my god, what am I doing? Um I actually thought if I got an abortion that the UK was gonna get nuked <laughs> because my mental health was so twisted at that time. That's not. That, was, that's obviously that's a crazy thing to say, but actually it's not that crazy. A lot of people think if I do this, if I do this action, then I'm going to be punished by God, mm, or the, yeah. the the world is going to be punished. But you know, so that's not. There's not an unusual thing to think. Mm. I think. And I do believe in God, and I think that was a lot of. Obviously, there was all the hormonal, biological things, yeah. but I think that was a big kind of reflection of my inner kind of judgment of myself you know reflecting on like everyone else is going to suffer because of me kind of thing i don't know it it was a mess and um and i forgot my point but um yeah it it was just bad and then i started using again when i was pregnant but only for two months and then funnily enough i went to the last abortion meeting i could legally go to i was like 20 20 20 weeks I think or 22 weeks mm. and because I was on and off and on and off debating and I found out he was a boy and I seen him on the screen and I was like oh my god I love him I don't care about anything else that funny and then that kicks in, yeah. yeah literally I seen him and what it was it was his nose I seen his little nose and his little mouth and I thought oh my god he's beautiful can't do that and um so I just quit I quit everything I, I moved out of the hostel I sucked it up and moved back in with my mum. I moved out shortly afterwards, but yeah. I gave it a shot. Yeah. And um, I quit fags. I got a job. I started doing my A-levels. started working on eating healthily. And yeah, but, I mean, things were still bad, but then I was clean since then. That was February, I think. You're, um, <clears throat> this is going to sound patronising, but I mean this genuinely. Uh, you're amazing. I, I I don't know if you know that, but everything you have just said is amazing. You are an incredible uh, young woman and an incredible human being with um, an amazing amount of resilience and tolerance and the ability to turn all of that shit around for the sake of you and the sake of your son is amazing. I don't know if anyone's ever told you that, but you, um, that's one of the strongest things I've ever heard in my life, right? Even with all yeah. the nut stuff, the, all the nuclear stuff, all of that. To come back from that, to fall in love with your baby because you saw it on the screen, and to mm. get clean and to move out and to go back and start doing your A levels, let's not say at your age, that's a bit patronizing, at any age, that is amazing. Thank you. It I is amazing, Katie. I've not rang up for you to say that. No, I know you haven't, but I think it's important that you do say that because I bet you don't get enough of that being told to you. It's all right to hear that you've done amazing things. Um, And the next thing you need to do is Mm. you need to decide whether you want to keep your kid with you or not. Because if if you don't, well, then that's fine. Then you can go and start drinking and doing drugs again. If, If you do then we need to come up with a way to help you stay clean. Mm. It's just, it's just, honestly, like, I'll be honest, it's not even hard drugs, it's not even like I'm on smack or anything. It's genuinely just a split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that even that that can be worse because yeah. I know when I first started smoking weed, it was nothing. Everyone smokes weed. I'm, I'm not endorsing that, by the way. Um, so you know, I'm not trying to get no, you in no, trouble. No, no, you don't. But, I'll, I'll get us out of trouble. If there's any trouble, I'll get us out of it. What you're saying is not yeah. going to cause trouble. It's honest. Loads of people smoke weed. Of course they do. Mm, it's, and especially living in like. A hostel, every like thirty odd other young people there. Everybody smokes weed. It's like it's just normal to just have a joint. But then, it's it becomes yeah, every day you wake up and I'm I'm. There's no point explaining this to you, but to, for the people you wake up and your whole goal is to just get that joint. Mate, I couldn't because yeah. well, I for a long long time weed was like my drug of choice, and then it then it was mm. a bit of ecstasy, and then it was cocaine was the thing. Um, and the weed was, I would smoke um, joints all day. Literally, I would chain smoke joints all day. I'd finish mm. one, and I'd, as, as I was finishing it, I was rolling another one. Yeah, and I would so go easy. to bed I'd go to bed smoking a joint, and I'd fall asleep, and then I'd wake up mm. at two in the morning and go, oh, there's still a bit of a joint left. And I'll finish have that. it, yeah. Finish mm. it. Then I'd wake up at eight, nine, ten o'clock. When I was doing the breakfast show, Rise, right, the TV show, years and years ago, I was. I would would get up. I had to leave the house at like three or half three in the morning. I'd have two joints before I went, and then I'd pre-roll mm. a couple of joints to smoke in the car park. So I'm having four joints before I'm doing a breakfast TV show. Yeah. So, I the people say that well, weed isn't addictive. Well, yeah, it is. Anything that changes is. the way you feel is addictive. Mm. And you get it, addicted to that care carefree feeling of. Um, yeah. Just being stoned and then it yeah. turns into you getting paranoid yeah. and thinking, oh my god, and all your money's going and you stink all the time. And you stink. This is the thing, it stinks now. You kids yeah. are in a terrible position because when I was smoking it, it didn't stink. And now it stinks. You can <laughs> oh. smell it when it's in their pocket. Newsflash. Yes, it did. No, not when it was in your pocket. It didn't. <laughs> right. When you're carrying around, you couldn't smell it. Now you can smell it in a coat. Um, so you, 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 you've kept clean on your own without doing anything. Yeah, literally, right. I just, I didn't even want it, and I don't know what's true. I think it's the stress and falling yeah. onto old habits and, like, yeah. this relationship breakdown with my baby's dad has been quite a, a new thing, really. Um, it's been bad for a while, but the, the the point where you actually say, no, this is it, that's enough, it's bad for both of us, let's just leave it. Trying to navigate living life with with, with someone like that, you know, while you share a son and, yeah. and like a newborn son as well not a newborn but you know he's, he's five five months old he, he's not a toddler he, he, I don't know it's just hard and I, I think just seeing people all the time and Who, what support thought, have you got you, 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 your mum is still around isn't she my mum's still around but my mum's got my mum's got her own issues all right, to be all honest right. well, have you got friends have you got other family have you got people around or are you doing this totally on your own no, no, I'm not a man at all. I've, I've got support. I've got, I've got a health visitor who's amazing, but okay. obviously, don't say anything to people who are like, no. you know, the feds. In... Yeah, <laughs> don't, want, don't want to grass yourself up to the feds because then it gets. A... And you're right because then it gets. Then it suddenly it's in a report, and then you know it, yeah. you've got to be careful. That's Push what I mean. Um, I've got obviously my, my baby's daddy does support the baby. You know, buys him nappies or something like that. Um, but who's supporting um, you? I've Forget got... the baby for a minute. Who's supporting you? Who's who is who can you apart from us? Who can you go and sit in Costa and and cry uncontrollably and say I feel shit and this has happened? Who have you got that you can do that with, if anyone? I've got, I've got. Oh, this sounds so sad. I've got two two mates. I've always been one of them people would rather have less mates who would trust than yeah. a big massive circle of like you know fake mates. 
Um, I've got two mates. One of them lives all the way in Liverpool. I live in Warrington. It's not that far away, but I don't drive. No. So it's a bit of an effort. And uh, the other one, I do see quite a lot, but... It, and I can I can speak to them. They they do support me, but obviously they're still you know twenty year old girls at the end of the day. They're smoking weed. Um, the one who lives near me, no, not okay. really. To be okay. honest, well that's but good. The one, who, yeah. Because I mean, I can be sober with both of them. Yeah, but quite but, often, someone who who does smoke a bit of weed and thinks it's just a bit of weed, quite often is scratching their head, going, "Well, well, you can have a joint. Yeah, you can have a joint, can't you know?" Yeah. Um, I mean, my, uh, you know my stories. I went to meetings and stuff. How would you feel about mm. going to NA? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've never done group therapy before or anything like that. Yeah. I, I signed up, well, I've been signed up for this DBT thing in January, which is like a group oh. behavioural therapy, okay. which is I'm actually excited for. Yeah. Um, because I've never done anything like that before. I've been in the services for years, and to be honest, I don't find that anything helps. No. Well, here's the thing. NA isn't group therapy. NA is just a load of junkies sat, <laughs> in, a, sat in a room in a school or in a church or above, wherever, and they sit in a circle or they sit in rows, and they're all junkies, and there's no official body, and, and uh, people share their stories. It, it And more and more meetings I'm going to, I'm seeing more and more young women in there mm. you know it's got a tradition of being like crusty old men and there, there are some meetings that are like that but there mm. are some meetings that's got young women there are also some meetings that um have creches as well uh mm. i mean you'd certainly be able to take a baby in. um god if i was there i'd take you to a meeting i'd say let's go let's, let's go and find a meeting let's go and do it because <laughs> it's, it's, it's just... go on no, 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 sorry, I'm not trying to interrupt you. I just don't want to, like, take all your time up. Um, I, it's only I, um, next. We're all right. <laughs> Here's the thing, Katie, what you don't realise is you're precisely the sort of person we want to speak to. You're precisely the oh, person we you. want to speak to. And you're not taking up our time. That's, you know, it's it's a pleasure to speak to you, and it's important, this stuff. Thank you. Um, and we're really uh, pleased that you trust us enough to t- tell us, you know. I think because I was listening to one of your old podcasts the other day, yeah. and I think um, I think it is that whole community thing. Even though obviously I've never met you, so I don't know you. Yeah. I'm more comfortable having this conversation with you than yes. I will be having it with my mum. Well, then we're doing our but, job properly. But um, like, yeah, I've, I've got my mum supporting me. She lives around the corner, and by around the corner, I mean literally in the next street. Mm-hmm. Um, so I see her quite a lot. But my mum has got her issues of her own. Like, she's the kind of person she will sit there, but she tends to do very well. Like, well, I told you so. Blah, blah. Like, she's um, she's got she's got her own issues. Yeah. Well, exactly. So you don't want to, you don't want to worry, Mum. Um, I used to think I d- I don't know what to suggest because maybe just you having this spliff was just like a little one off, and that's and that's fine. I I I. Uh, how, what do you think? What 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 do I think? Um. Do you think it was a one-off? Are you, are you worried that it's going to start old behaviours creeping back? The only thing I can say about about that is that I quit smoking with hypnosis. In after I quit smoking with fags when I was pregnant, I started again like a month afterwards, and I paid for hypnosis and it quit. I quit. It worked. It was amazing. And yep. uh, I went to a party and I got drunk. That wasn't like an addiction thing. That was genuinely just a party. It was the only one I've been to yep. since I gave birth. And um, I had a few bisters because obviously you do when you're drunk. And, uh, and then, the, even though I didn't smoke after that, 
I quit again after that until today. That was about a month ago. Um, In the back of my mind, there has been that thing that wasn't before I had that blip, like, ooh, you could just have a cig. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So I think now I've broken that with that other thing. I think... I know it, I want it to be a one-off, but I think that in the back of my mind is going to be like, just have a split. Well, then you know what I mean? You're, you're a very perceptive, perceptive person if, if you, you've got that much, um, uh, if, you, if you've spotted that, that, if you've got that much self-awareness. Yeah. So then yeah. we need to, um, do you want to have another split? Are, 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 are you, are you, when you say there's that voice going, well, you could have another one. Is it, are you, are, are, what do you want? What do you want? What do you what, want? What does Katie want? <laughs> in what way? Do, do, do you want to go back to using drugs successfully? Do you want to, you know? All... No, no. Honestly, I think I think it was the the. Sorry, I'm finding it hard to speak. I think and part that it that oh my god, sorry, can I start again? Go on, Kushka. I think what played a part in it as well was the fact that I felt like all of a sudden. My, that whole being a selfish, careless teenager, yeah, I was self-destructing, but I was doing it on my own time, you know. I didn't have any responsibility. That got snatched away. And with the stress yeah, yeah. building lately, I've been thinking, why can't I just be 17 again? Why can't I just go and have a split? Why can't I? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you and, know why you can't. But And I know I don't want to as well. Yeah, okay. And it's, it's, it's hard when you have different scripts running in your brain at the same time if that makes sense about stuff so you know like i, I don't want to be a drug user when i when i was every day exercising i was out eating good I, I was revising every day i felt positive i felt clear-minded i felt so much better and now i'm just like why have you done this to yourself again is it um is it worth talking to your doctor about maybe upping your meds a little bit that's not going to stop you necessarily using drugs, but maybe no, know, you've but got as help. far as you can. And I'm not listening. I'm not a doctor. I'm not giving you medical advice. I'm just kicking ideas around, and I know what worked mm. for me. Maybe you've got as far as you can on uh, on that dosage of that drug, and maybe it needs to go up a little bit. I don't know. It could be worth talking to him or her. You know, I, I did think that myself because my the guy that I kind of have therapy with, um, he was telling me that he, I told him I'd started antidepressants, and he kind of mentioned like, you know, in a month's time if if you feel, like, amazing and then, you know, it starts to wear off, you might have placebo with yourself a little bit. Yeah. Um, I think I did that as well. I think I started taking them and I was like, yes, miracle cure. Yeah, I yeah, you it. do, you do. Um, and then after about three weeks, I started realising, hmm, maybe, maybe it's not the... Well, did you start feeling drugs. good immediately? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, then that's, that's, that's... Because it takes three weeks. It takes two, know, it takes two I... three weeks for it to kick in. No, I would take it and I would be like, yeah, I can yeah. feel it. I can feel it. You know, as if it's a pill. I'm coming up. I can feel it. Yeah, I'm coming up. It's happening. <laughs> um, go, maybe go and speak to your doctor again. Maybe go and have a word with your doctor. Um, I, I, uh, this is this is a tough one, man. Yeah. Here's what you, you need to realise, and I'm not blowing smoke up yours. You need to realise that you are you have achieved a lot, right? And mm. this is just a little wobble, and a little wobble can be sorted out. And yeah. that you are a beautiful, amazing human being, and I bet you're a, an incredible mum, even though you may not think it. <laughs> and honestly, you've achieved so much, and to have done this at 19, and to pulled yourself back from the brink mm. to do this, um, that's incredible, man. And it's stressful. It's really stressful. Yeah, it is. 
it's like especially when I see all people I know out on Snapchat like partying and this and that. I don't miss it. I wasn't ever a party girl. I was more just like sit in my room, have a cup of tea and get stoned. But mm-hmm. it's just like these are all not living your life because I love my life, honestly, and I wouldn't trade it. I think maybe I'm just someone who can never be like happy or satisfied i don't know yeah you can no that's 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 not true you can you can be happy definitely it's okay it's okay to look at that and be a bit jealous of it and still love your life don't feel guilty about that a lot of young mums a lot of new mums feel like that a lot of you know people i I was how old was i when i had my first what 31 32 and i was one of the first lot of my friends that had a baby and i was looking at their facebook and going god they're having a wicked life but then, yeah. do you know what? There's equally that number of people looking at yours and going, oh, God, what a gorgeous baby. She's got it sorted. Yeah, I know. And, and you I can feel grateful. both and you write about both. You know, it's shitty mm-hmm. that you've had to, you know, face up to such a lot of responsibility and go through such hard times. But it won't always be like this. And you're worth the investment in yourself. And I would say as well, I know it's tough giving the, the kids over, but make really in, enjoy... Really exploit, there we go, that's the word. Really exploit <laughs> the times you don't have the boy with yeah. you yeah. by reading a good book, by go, by watching mm. a film that you wouldn't get a chance to watch, by mm. going for a walk, by going and feeding the ducks. You do it, okay. Go, by going and doing <laughs> stuff, going and doing stuff that is good for your soul yeah. that you can't do when you've got a baby in a buggy or strapped to you or yeah. you've got to feed every. 45 minutes whatever it is go and do stuff that enriches <laughs> go and do selfish stuff there's nothing yeah. wrong with being selfish right we need to be selfish so that we're more present for those around us yeah because if mum's yeah. happy baby's happy yeah. right and then you'll have loads yeah, to tell him true. when he comes back guess what i've mm. been doing you know i know it's daft because <laughs> yeah. at the moment he doesn't understand but, but he does but know also, that you're talking to him but also being selfish yeah. can be just sitting and watching you know four episodes of come dine with me back doing to back. now you're doing mm. that it doesn't have to be you don't have to be doing stuff all the time if you know it's it's a tuesday afternoon and you feel like watching four episodes of come dine with me then do that that's that's legitimate if that's what it takes to nourish your soul then mm. do that man I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to, tonight I'm going to have a cup of tea and just chill, go to sleep, and then I'm going to see my grandma tomorrow and I'm going to ring my doctor and I'm going to try and maybe take a step back from everything, like maybe social media and my friends, just for like a week or two and and, and stop, yeah, stop looking at people or going out and, you know, all that. And maybe if if I just you know, focus on getting back on track and exercising every day. That really helped my mental health. It was insane. Let me ask the question that is never a fun question to ask. Have you, yeah. got, have you got any weed in the house? No, 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 no. No, I, I wasn't around the baby anyway. No, 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 I'm not um, saying about the baby. I'm just saying, because if you had some, wouldn't it be great if you could go and flush it down the toilet? But if you haven't got any in, yeah. then that's fine. That's cool. No, I only I only got a tiny, tiny bit anyway. I was like, I'm, I'm going to go under if I do any more. She's blending off everyone else. She's one of those tokers. <laughs> Let me have a talk on that job. Hey, listen, Katie, thank you so much for calling. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, and thank we'll, you so much we'll, for we'll speak later in the week, I hope. And Tomorrow, if you want, or any time this week. Oh, can I ask, did you hear about that girl that went missing? Oh, Katie! Sorry, 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 Flipping sorry, egg, love! I know that came... No, don't worry, it's fine. We dumped it. I know that came from a, from a place of... of uh, yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's As each day goes on, it, it, it doesn't look great, but I'm still optimistic and i still got my fingers crossed. I know. I will go in a second. It's just I, I really... When I, when I heard that, I really... Yeah. My heart... You know, she's 19, men, mental... Pro- 
problems and all yeah. that, you know, it proper. I really hope that they find her and she's okay. Now, I hope she's just off somewhere exactly. on, on a bender or now, something. Now go and wash your back. mouth out with soap, young. You kiss your baby <laughs> with that mouth. <laughs> we'll speak to you later in the week, Katie. Take care. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. What an amazing person. And that sounds patronising because I'm an old fart. But I can. Nineteen. I was a wreck. Nineteen. I was. A, I was. A, I was. A, I mean, I was at university studying performing arts, but. I was a car crash. I was an a-hole. I was a dick. I treated women terribly and would do for many, many years. Uh, I was um, just starting to discover the world of, of chemicals and what the potential they had. Um, I was directionless. I couldn't have been a dad. No. I couldn't have pulled myself back from the brink like she's done. She's amazing. Katie's amazing. Yeah. And um, uh, an inspiration. And, and um, she'll get it. She'll get it. She's yay close to getting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little wobble. So there's a little wobble. Fine. Yeah. You're allowed to wobble every now and then. Um, Dion, stay there. We'll come to you in a bit. This is the late night alternative on Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. You got this one, Katie. You got this one. Um, let's go to Jessica. Good evening, Jessica. Um, hi there, Ian. Hello, Jessica. What can we do for you this evening? Um, wasn't wasn't Katie amazing? She's great. She's um she's a remarkable human being. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to the show properly for ages, and um, you never I do. Was... You ne- you, have, you haven't listened to the show properly for about fifteen years. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, I did try. I I, I dip in and out, and I mean, I, I did dip in a couple of weeks ago, and I thought, okay. It's very shouty. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. But you know, but listen, you've been listening to me for years and years and years. And, 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 and most yeah. people, here's the thing that I tend to forget, actually. Most people don't listen to it three hours a night, five no. nights a week. You know, th- th- I like to think they do. And there are some that listen and those people are great. But then the, m- most people kind of dip in for 20 minutes, you know, maybe once every other week. And then m- they might listen to a couple of hours one night. And that's the way it goes. But also, you'll know, um, Jessica, I have many colours on my palette, and some of the colours are quite subdued and, and quite... Um, uh, I have a lot of top, and some of them are very bright and very loud and very aggressive colours, and I use all the different colours at my disposal because I'm not a one-trick pony like Steve Allen. Really? I hadn't noticed. Mm. Um, I mean, I think that... Um, I, think, I think you're right. Um, I mean, I used to listen a lot, and then I couldn't listen so much, and then I didn't listen at all, and then I listened, and then I didn't, and, you know... Um, I think that sometimes I listen, I'll yeah. be honest, yeah. take it in the spirit that it's meant, and I think, oh, no, I just can't tonight, yeah. you know. No, it's fine. It's a bit shouty, it's a bit singy. You seem to be singing a lot. Whoa, 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 hang on a minute. The shouty stuff, I can understand you wanting to switch off. What, what the hell is wrong with you, woman? You want to switch off when it's singy? Are you crazy? I don't mind. I don't mind a little what? bit of singy, but the other night you were just singing songs. Like for about two hours. Oh, Jessica, what is wrong with my songs? You've got no taste in music. There must be something wrong. Let's make love. I think you might enjoy it. Oh, Jessica, come home tonight. You see, I, I don't mind it when it's love songs like that. It's just when it's rock and roll. 
<laughs> when it was oh. when it was Stan, you're a bell end. You draw the line. Right. So yeah. so it's the right. genre of singing. Okay. Yeah. All right. Fine. I will take that. I will take that on board. She likes your tender tunes. I will yeah. do more tender tunes and less rock and roll. <laughs> I think you were you were singing about kicking someone's head in or something the other night. Well, yeah. yeah. That's anyway. a great. That was a great song. Anyway, what I'm saying is, that, yes, um, I can't listen as much, but I've, mm. I've got lucky. You know, I mean, the last hour was just brilliant radio. First of all, there was that crazy Susan woman, oh, and yeah, um, yeah. she sounds lovely, and <laughs> she sounds like she should be Locked like up. Alan Bennett has written her or something. You know, she just comes yeah. to life on the radio. Yeah, I know what you mean. Actually, well, loads of people are saying is Susan a character? No, she's not. You know, she's she not. keeps cropping up on other people's programs yeah. and talking about serious things like Brexit. It's got electricity boxes. It's just got <laughs> saga. It's got. It's like EastEnders mixed with I don't know what. Yeah, it's it's uh, um, it's. Uh, it's all we, right. We've had a we've had a. Listen, I had a rant a couple of weeks ago about how I was going to quit the the show and do uh, rubbish. Yeah. Um, and since then we've because it because it got a little bit of press coverage. We've got quite a few new callers and new listeners that have that have come in because they they want to hear a bloke having a breakdown but we've we've got quite a few new callers out of it and then before that i mean susan and and katie kind of popped up around the same time actually i think um so you know but i don't know what i'm trying to say so i'm going to end that sentence no what i think i think what you're saying is that if you're a new if you're a new listener to the show then, like, in the last hour, you've had Crazy Susan Caller. Yeah. You've had, um, what, Damien, was he just out of prison for murder or something? Oh, Dwayne. Dwayne, yeah, Dwayne. Dwayne, Dwayne. Um, there you go, you've got him. Yeah. Um, you've got, um, who did you have? Oh, then you had Katie, of course, who was amazing. And then you guess um, who we've got next? We've got Dion in uh, Langley coming up next. And you've got a spy. It's <laughs> just like, honestly, <laughs> what more could you want? <laughs> I'll just go, listen, it's always, I always like your calls, and I know we don't speak very often, and no. we used to speak more years ago, but I always, I, I, honestly, it's always nice when I see your name pop up. Oh, that's and good. And I, I take all of your, um, this, that, see, guys, people on Twitter who, who say, your show is rubbish and you're an idiot, that's me, that's constructive, no, 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 that's not constructive criticism. What Jessica has just done is criicism yeah. done in a constructive manner. Yeah, she's yeah. not a rock and roll fan, we get it, it's we fine. We get yeah, it, she's not, just, is, just, I think the biggest, don't worry about people on Twitter saying, um, you need to stop saying that your show is rubbish. That I heard you saying that the other night. And honestly, I was like, I don't know what you're doing this for. Um, what, because you are keep, you know, when, when you bring an, an, an energy to a show yeah. or a bad vibe to the show, yeah. what you're going to get sort of stupid people, aren't you? Of course you are. Yes. Well, ca- that's good. Um, Catherine, I know. Yes. I know I equally, I think that you've got a right to do it. You know, if you're not in a good mood, you've still got to rock up to work. We've all done it. Yeah. You know, you're no different. But I would, I'd cut back on that if I could. Okay. If I oh, were you, I don't know. This is great. This is the most production I've had in three years. Thank you. Up. Thank you at last. You can take the rest of the week off. There I, you go. I tell you this stuff and you don't listen to me, but no. then I suppose I tell you it when you're in the mood. Jessica, it's nice to talk to you and I, okay. I appreciate all your comments. We're going to go and speak to a spy now. Oh, have fun. See you later. Have fun. <laughs> Have fun. She's been calling me since the LBC days. She's right. Do you know what? It, 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 it's, it's, it's a really obvious thing that hasn't dawned on me for a long time. Most people aren't listening to the 15 hours that we put out every week. There are Because I get sucked into the... And there's loads of people on Twitter that do. And, and, and uh, uh, listen to like, Rogers and Sally's and Lane's and all those people. And that's great. Thank you. But, of course, I have um, got it into my head that, that everybody listens mm. 
to three hours a night, five nights a week. And of course they don't. That's a tiny percentage. Most people dip in or will have maybe half an hour in the car or 20 minutes as they're getting Example, ready for bed. I love Howard Hughes, but I rarely make it past about 20 minutes because oh, I, I fall asleep. I, I, I listen to... I, well, I fall asleep, but I do listen to all of Howard Hughes. What was he... What did he... Did... Uh, oh, no, we were busy last night. Did I listen to any... I can't, I can't remember. I don't think I did just because we were... We were the vibe had been killed by threads by nuclear attack <laughs> from Russia. And of course, what what thread? Another thing that I didn't mention last night in the Q and A and threads. Um, that was nineteen eighty four. So the nuclear missiles they got now, massively more powerful than those ones. Yeah, we're all screwed. Uh, good evening, Dion. Yes, good evening, Ian. Good evening, Kathy. Very polite. We like that. Respectful to the gentleman and to the lady. That's why I was brunged up. Yeah. Well, good for you. You weren't patronising to that lady, Katie, was it? No. You weren't patronising at all, you've just no. been a bit fatherly. Yeah, well, well OK. I, I would disagree, I don't think it was fatherly, I think it was um, humanly, but go on, yes, I'd take that. Yeah, it was a great conversation. Yeah, she's some lady, huh? Yeah, she's very forward-thinking, let's yep. just hope things, everything goes all right. I think it will do, I think she's, um, listen, if she's, she's um, that self-aware, then her boy's um, got a great mum. And her Pretty friends much. have got a great friend, and she's got a great shot at this. So um, I think she's going to be cool. Yeah, she's caught herself. She, really, yeah, Catherine. Yeah, she's. I think she knows where she's going. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, we know where we're going, and we don't know where we've been. But we know what we're knowing, and we're done. Do that again. That's not yeah, rock and roll. Right. It's not rock and roll, though, yeah. It's, it's a not ballad. Tender, hey, was, not um, tender tune. You're singing. I was. I found up to talk about oh, this record being banned is getting on my nerves. What record has been banned? Um, Relax by Frankie Goes to Hollywood. No, baby, it's cold outside. It's not been banned. It's been banned by one radio station. Yeah, I know that. But why are In America. Huh? Why are sort of people so petty over a song? Mind you, they are Americans, so... Well, because it's, it's got great publicity. Here's the thing, right? Anytime anything yeah. is banned, you've always got to think, um, what is the, the, the organisation that's banning this? What are they getting out of it? And generally, they're getting a load of publicity. So this is an American radio station that banned Baby It's Cold Outside because they think it's a bit rapey. But then I saw a brilliant de- deconstruction of the lyrics. It's actually, it's not rapey at all. If you look at it this way, it's not rapey in the slightest. It's quite empowering for both. It's about a woman trying to um, excuse herself in the eyes of society for what she really yeah. wants to do. Um, is what the and then there was is. then there's another story I saw that as soon as I saw it, I thought, well, that's bullshine. About is it Peter or Peter, the animal organisation, saying we can't say bringing home the bacon and two a bird in the hand is worth two. We can't, yeah, yes, we can. That's that's best Peter. Now we mention Peter, but they're great at publicity. Yeah, of course they are. They're masters at it, and they do a lot of good work. I'm not one of those that knock them, but but that's yeah. just so we that we've I've mentioned their name three times on the show already now as a direct result of that. So yeah, it is. I mean, any song lyrics, you could make up your own interpretation, but that one was written in 1944. Well, and well, history... Well, hang on a minute. Just because, just because it's a long time ago doesn't mean we should just... Oh, I know that. Like you that. Could... What about Christine 16 by Kiss? I'm not really a heavy metal fan. OK. I don't normally say this to girls your age, but when I saw you coming out of school, I just knew I got to make you mine. Christine well, like... 16. Well, you could that? listen. The police don't stand so close. Well, no, yeah, but that's a, that's but he knows that's wrong. 
he's he's a teacher. That's based on yeah. a true story. He's a teacher, and he's telling a, an underage girl who has a crush on him, don't start, don't don't. I'm not having any of that because I'm. Yeah, definitely. It's not my scene. Yeah, it's. I mean, a lot of music. I love. I love lyrics in music. I love music, as you know. I, I know you love music. I know you love lyrics. And speaking of lyrics and music, Paul Ross is in. And Paul Ross is a big fan of lyrics. He's and a lyrical music. gangster. And of course, let's think of Donovan's Mellow Yellow. I'm just wild about fourteen-year-old girls. They're wild about me. And yeah. he sings there about an electrical banana. Yeah. And that was played on Radio One. Yeah, exactly. You see, Dion. Dion, hello, well, matey. Yeah. 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 It's everywhere, man. It's everywhere. Chill out. I think you've got to be something wrong with you. Fuss over the lyrics. It's you haven't got Paul Ross. Hang on a minute. It's just, just, just. Well, don't have a go at my mate Paul or no, even, or even Donovan. Who I love Donovan, yeah. top man, Donovan Leach. Atlantis. Yeah. You know, even I was quite surprised. Radio Two done the proper version of Money on Ken Bruce's show. Money. Yeah, because it has. Well, it says bullshit in it, but he let it play. What version of Money? Pink version? Floyd. Does Pink it Floyd, say that? Yeah. Oh, well, that, they probably would, so someone might have got But they were never meant to be singles. There's no singles properly of that album in this country. So, Ken Bruce, hello there, Popmaster. Like, he's in the room. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I put him on. I like Popmaster, keep uh, my brain active. Well, he's not Irish, is he, Ken Bruce? Oh, sorry. Paul. You know how to sting, don't you? Um, Everyone's a critic. All right, Dion, thanks for calling, man. All right, then. thanks very much. Bye-bye. That's why I didn't get the equity right, card. There we go, there we go. <laughs> Um, how are you, Paul? Oh, not too bad. Looking forward to weekend. It wasn't bad. It was kind of up and there. So my mum, which is lovely, two of my daughters, which is wonderful, yeah. up in Hitchin. Yeah. So we, you know, so she's on the men. So it's all oh, good, it's I think. Good. All gravy. Very nice indeed. Yeah. Weather was a bit grim, but it's that time of year. It is. I like this. I, we were in um, Halifax this morning, and it was grey and it was wet, and it was beautiful as yeah. a direct result of yeah. it. That's what it should be in November. And may I say to both of you, thank you very much indeed, because your Dave Hill encounter was fantastic. Thank you for your tweet. Did you, I saw you, you yeah, I was listening. I was a gog. I was jealous, envious, whatever the word is. But I was. A, it was what a lovely fella he is. Wasn't he great? Yeah. Yeah. He just sat there, and um, we oh. just wound you up and watched him go, didn't Where'd we? You sit there. He sat in your seat. Yeah, I sat over there. Very daring. I was got very off, happy. Give it up. Well, he, yeah. wa- he wandered in on his own, <laughs> half yep. past nine. Did he, he have the big hat on? He, d- he had a big hat oh. on, but he didn't have that hat on. And he was lovely, oh. really, really nice bloke. Yeah. Loved it. And he was chatting all the way through the breaks. Yeah, and we also love him. You got that sense. He, he obviously enjoyed it, and he knew, I suppose he must be, and I, I wouldn't have this for a minute because, you know, I love Slade, but he must also be ever so slightly cautious that some armpits would try and take the mickey, or you know what oh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he obviously really warmed to you, too. It's lovely listen. And I've had, thank you. And I've had a few interviews. I remember I interviewed. Um, uh, D- David Hamilton of all people like, a couple of years did he? ago maybe. little Diddy Dave and for the whole interview he was like and it was just because I'm a radio geek for the whole interview he's holding back and afterwards he said I'm really sorry I thought you were going to I looked Ripping you up to me. Oh. and I saw the 11 o'clock show and I thought you were going to take the mick out of me I said dude I totally get yeah. it you've got no reason to apologise I'm here because I've got genuine affection for you so it's come, getting yeah. over that kind of image but yeah you know and I'm listening to Slade Alive and Alive 2 today Dave Hill's guitar player, man. Totally overlooked as a guitar player. He's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. And, and also the show who like... sold the band single hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Noddy was great yeah. with his tongue sticking out and stuff, yeah. but Dave sold that band. You see the picture of him? I've got Kath to Google it of him like yes. in a nun's habit. <laughs> That's great, isn't it? What a ridiculous. Ridic- anyway, what's on the show tonight? On the show, well, it's, uh, if, it's still the 3rd of December in America, which means it's 50 years ago today for the Americans that Elvis made his comeback. Oh, We've yes. We've spoken yes. to him before. We're going to hear from him again. The man yeah. who produced it, Steve Binder, the man who made the comeback special. It's a remarkable story. We're doing that. We're also hearing about Britain's most 
most successful amateur mountaineer. He's off in April to climb a previously unclimbed Himalayan peak. You won't see where it is because people now follow him. There's a real like a bird, like a twitchers phenomenon with mountaineers. Yeah. If you say I'm going to go for someone no one's done, they all try and get there first. Of course they do. His yeah. story is remarkable. There's a guy called Mick Fowler. He was. It sounds like a Monty Python sketch. For 39 years, he was a tax inspector, yeah. but he was going off and conquering all these mountains. He's recovered. He's in remission from severe cancer, and wow. he's climbing this previously unclimbed peak without oxygen next April. So he's on the show as well, I just could, a show off. Uh, he is a show off. I couldn't do that. That would te- it would terrify. I don't like being cold. I don't like heights. I don't like dangerous. I couldn't events. wear a fleece. You're a bit tall for a rock climber. I've had a go. I love rock climbing in this country. Really? I used to, I used to I'm too old for it now, but you, you're yeah. a bit tall for it. Is it that kind of ungainly? Oh, I'm going to use that now because that awkward. sounds better. Than yeah, it's copper. Like yeah. It. So you're too big for potholing. Kath would be down like a rat on no. a pipe. No, 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 I can't no. stand it. I can't I've stand done potholing once. Great, isn't it? It was, it was great. It was terrifying. I went with a, a lad who was a bit broader than me, and I let him go first, Good. so that I could see what I could fit through. Um, and we Did tried to get a tub of vaseline yeah. for him. We tried to persuade Kath to come, and she yeah. wouldn't come. He had pockets full of uh, sausage, sausage rolls, rolls, didn't he? Yeah, we had sausage rolls in the dark. Greg's. We only did it once. I can't do it now. Where about to go? It was up in Yorkshire somewhere. Ooh. It was a tiny little hole in the ground. I don't know if you know it. No. <laughs> and, um, but it was... And we went with this with this guide who was brilliant. He was like one of the local rescue teams. So he was one of the best. Yeah. Um, and there were, there were two moments when... I could feel panic just rising yeah. in me because I got it was. Did you get tough. nervous cramp at all? Oh, I didn't get that. No. A couple of times I've done it, and once I had nervous cramp, and that was terrifying because yeah. I couldn't reach my calf muscle to kind of punch it or try and muscle yeah. it. Like, oh, I'm never going to get out of here. And it's I had to just really talk myself off the ledge and just just calm back down and yeah. just get back. But it was, and at the end they said, right, well if you want we can go back the way we came or we can go through something that's even trickier, and we call it the intestines. And I said to my mate Paul, I said, Paul, do you know what? I've done enough. Let's just go back the way. My we bowels can. have suffered enough yeah. without the intestines. <laughs> it was, anyway, we, we, I, it was it was an experience. Uh, uh, Paul Ross, thank you for your kind words about Dave Hill. Thank you, Catherine Boyle. Thank you, Sam. We will be back tonight at ten. Do stay tuned after the news at one o'clock on Talk Radio. It's Paul Ross. Thank you. <laughs>